Rise and shine. Guggen's up and at him. Time to play some more golf. Maybe this speed things up a little bit today, fellas. I don't know how big an issue the PGA Tour considers this. If you're watching on TV, it really doesn't matter to me if, if a dude's round takes four hours, as it should, as us hacks can seem to get around a golf course, or if it takes six hours, as it shouldn't but sometimes does. It doesn't affect us as TV viewers. You know what I'm saying? They bounce around from guy to guy. Uh, very few people are walking along and tracking one particular group's you know, five-and-a-half-hour round, but we got a pace of play issue on this golf tour. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's, like, bleed-over issues. I don't think it affects the general public because, like I said, if you watch a golf tournament on, on, on TV, you don't have a concept of how slow they're playing. You don't care. They're going from guy to guy to guy to guy to guy. It's fast-paced enough. But, I mean, you, you can't get a field of golfers out on a beautiful day and get them out at 6.50 in the morning, barely after sunrise, and you can't get them done? Dudes are playing too slow, man. So it's led to a, a little bit of a stacked lineup as we get started today. The second round will go off as scheduled at 6.50 this morning, uh, obviously. Um, with guys left on the golf course yesterday, that means there will be, you know, six. I believe there's seven groups still left. You know, in, including Suh, who has a has an eagle putt on 16, and he's already five under par. So that's the one. That, was it, is it Jason Suh? Shame on me. Oh. Jason Suh, Justin Suh. Going back up. And Sue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and Justin. Sue. Justin, yeah. Yeah, so Justin Suh, I believe he pronounces it Suh. I wanted to call him Sue. I keep wanting to call him Sue. But uh, anyway, Suh is just um, – uh, tearing it up out there, and he is still out on the golf course. But uh, other than he, there, uh, there's not a lot in contention. But because they did not finish their first rounds yesterday, they'll have to now turn around, come out, finish the round. I believe they go off, what, 7.50, Donna Murphy? Yes. Yeah, good morning to you, by the way. Good morning. Um, so they'll go off at 7.50, have to finish their first rounds. And because they were afternoon tee times yesterday, they're morning tee times today, they're going to have to turn right around and go play. And now, look, I don't know if it's on the guys that are out there, if it's on the guys who were sent out in front of them, if it's on the PGA Tour for not recognizing that, it, look, it's, it's a little thing to you and me. Is it fair for a guy who is five under par, rolling through his afternoon round, with an eagle putt on 16, to have to mark his ball, go home, go to sleep, and then come back and try and stay. Is that fair competitively? I'm asking. You can go ask Aaron Wise why he held everybody up. I, I don't – what did he hit, make about a 40 yesterday on a hole? What do you go, back-to-back sevens, that dude? Uh, he hit four balls in it, the water. On 18? Off the tee Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some – There was some. Uh, that, this golf course will do it to you. <laughs> and if you get down on yourself and, like, bleep it, I don't care anymore – but back to, like, the competitive issue, and I, I don't know. This certainly isn't a huge deal on PGA Tour, but I'm sitting here, and I, I couldn't help feel a little bit. Everybody else who got hot yesterday, guess what? Chad Ramey, he got to go out in the morning, blister the course, keep bebopping along, finish up, have a nice, you know, a sandwich in the clubhouse, go out and hit balls for a while, and, you know, he's watching college hoops at 6 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And Meanwhile, another guy gets a late tee time, has to plod along, it, gets to a very important shot in the round. You've hit the par five green and two. You have an eagle putt. Burp, horn blows. Pick him up, boys. We done. I do believe he had the option of finishing that hole. I think that's how the rule works. So it must have gotten to the point of, you know, sight lines and otherwise to, to take your time. Uh, the green staff, they'll have to hustle a little bit, right? 
the guys who are finishing their first round got to play the same pin placements that the guys who uh, played yesterday played, and then they'll have to go out and recut the pins on probably 7, 8, 9, 16, 17, 18. 16, 17, 18 for sure. Like I said, I think there's seven total uh, groups. Um, so, yeah. So I mean, you just go, like, kind of put the ball where you – Yeah, you marked it. Everybody marked their ball okay. yesterday. Yeah, when they're but round you get ended, to lift it and place it and sure, okay, that's yeah. an advantage. Yeah, I don't know if you place it there or drop it there. That's okay. a question. You know, I'm not sure. I bet you place it though. When they force you to pick your ball up, you typically uh, get to replace it. So yeah, it's an advantage for one shot, I guess, if, yeah. if that's the case. And all the dudes that are on the green, that's probably about half of them. They'll just mark in their putt as they would. Um, but like I said, you know how golf is. I do. You get on a roll, man. You're playing good. Right, I just I don't care what your handicap level is out there. If you're cruising along and you're having a career day, for you, for some it could be breaking seventy, others eighty, others ninety, others it's breaking hundred for the first time. I don't care if you're going to shoot a career low hundred and thirty-seven. If you're playing as good as you as you possibly can, and then you hit a par five green and two on sixteen, let me tell you what you don't want to do: stop playing. That I can guarantee you. So, uh, anyway, that's just part of the story. The other story is the big names. Now, as always, this leaderboard, you know, is is throwing us some hijinks at the top. We've told you how this golf course is, suits just, just about anyone. You know, you can have just about any kind of style. You can hit it long. You can hit it short, you know, relatively. You can play it left to right. You can play it right to left. Um, your, your forte could be your irons or your forte could be your mid irons. This golf course will reward you if you play good golf. And so Chad Ramey played about a good around of golf as Chad Ramey, uh, Ramey could play. And he joins a, a relatively long list who could forget Roberto Castro, maybe 10 years ago, I think shot a 63 in round one. Uh, look, the golf tournament's going to change an awful lot here for Chad Ramey over the course of the next three days. So I see a leaderboard that has Chad Ramey at minus eight. I've got Taylor Pendrith, Ben Griffin uh, at, at minus five, along with Justin Suh, who, again, is probably going to at least get to six. Then we'll see what he does on 17-18. That'll be fun to watch about 8 o'clock hour this morning. Uh, Denny McCarthy, Christian Bazudenhoit, Adam Svensson. The winner's not coming from those guys. Let me give you four guys sprinkled in among that dozen or so. Uh, Colin Morikawa is at seven. Scotty Scheffler is at four. Sam Burns is at four. There you go. Give me one of those three. Over any of the dudes that shot eight or then the fives. And, again, though, uh, hats off to Chad Ramey. Uh, Hick and I have kind of a running joke, okay? We call it the media guide photo, J.J. So, if say, say, you know, Bethune-Cookman rolls down to play the U one year. And uh, they take a 7-3 first quarter lead. If you're savvy in putting together your media guide, you take a shot of the scoreboard, <laughs> oh, BCC 7, like Miami that. 3, and then that appears somewhere in your media guide. So if so, I'm Ramey right now, I'm screenshotting. Yeah, that's I'm correct. taking pictures of the television. I'm sending to everyone I know. There you go. Go ahead. Ho- hopefully you rolled on the you know uh, round one replay last night <laughs> on Golf Channel. You did it all, right? That is a, that's a postmark day for I do believe that Chad Ramey has won a, a PGA Tour event. Shame on me for not having looked that up beforehand, but uh, that among a lot of other golf talk as as we get rolling today. The big disappointment yesterday was Rory McIlroy. Got some thoughts on him when we come back on the other side. Uh, Going to talk to Captain Kev. We'll revisit the bait bet. I'm not even sure how that went. I can't keep up with all the golfers I have a vested interest in. He has one, the Punta Cana champion. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, the so, so 
Yeah, so Chad uh, Ramey just down Punta Cana having a good time, and yesterday had a real good time. 800 par, man. That is a heck of a first round here. And the conditions were perfect yesterday morning. The winds did pick up a little bit, and today we'll watch the rain. So uh, yesterday we, we have a day where we can't get the guys off the golf course. Far too many still left to finish. And, again, take it from a competitive standpoint here. It is it's not fair for Justin Sutton to have to come out and finish and leave his role. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Happen to every golfer in the field at some point in some tournament. But, you know, if you don't have a natural, you know, a Mother Nature reason for getting off track, then, then it's time to relook at what you're doing. And we had a beautiful weather day yesterday, sunrise to sunset, and you can't get the field through the golf course. There's a problem whether it's the pace of play being enforced or the way you've stacked. I don't know what exactly it is, but uh, it is a slight one. So um, today the rain is going to roll in. You know, I don't know. We'll visit with Jared Rice today, see what kind of contingencies uh, we have. Uh, he'll, he'll pop in about 8 o'clock this morning and give us the very latest as the uh, executive director. He is in the know more than anyone. And so, uh, you know, rain is handled differently depending on the kind of rain it is. And, and so I wonder, you know, if there's no thunder and lightning, just how much rain would have to be falling for it to, to create a delay. It certainly messes it up for us fans, right? Friday's your day, your jam to get out to the players, have a great time. You don't want to be sly. It gets muddy awful quick, right? Where they, where they route us around this golf course, it, it will be slopping it up pretty quick. So uh, let's hope maybe that the rain stays off. We do live in Florida. Just this friendly reminder, and as, um, as, as living in Florida, it can change awful quick. So some of the big names that did flash get off to a good start today. John Rahm had a bounce back. He's certainly not, you know, you know, blistering the leaderboard. But after what happened over the weekend at Bay Hill, you had to wonder he's under par at least. Roy McIlroy, as I said, I shot over par. I'm not buying the reasons that have been listed as to why Rory got off to a slow start yesterday. Uh, free agent tampering can begin uh, this weekend. They announced the compensatory picks yesterday. Now, how, this is how a compensatory pick works in the NFL. If you lose free agent and he plays to a, to a high level on his new team, you get an extra draft pick the next year. It's a real nice concept. See, we haven't had a bunch of those around here either because we have employed, for the most part, subpar football players for a lot of years. And when a guy does leave in free agency, uh, very rarely maybe they'll toss us a fifth, sixth rounder. I saw the 49ers got seven compensatory picks. How how good is a team that is down to their third quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, and and is playing in a season where seven of their players played good enough for other teams now that they left the Niners that they get draft picks in return? Holy shnikes. But there they were, the 49ers again, very much part of the postseason and um, apparently in real good uh, situation out there. But anyway, back to the uh, weekend, you can now start – you know, quote, negotiating. That's why when you get to the day that free agency begins, it's like boom, 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 boom. This has been going on forever. They finally said, okay, nod, nod, wink, wink. We get it. Just uh, it's not even illegal anymore. So uh, we'll see who comes calling on the Jags free agents. It, it, you know, some decisions are going to be made for the draft in the next week, which has absolutely nothing to do with scouting prospects or, or any draft issues or schedules coming. But – Whatever happens in free agency certainly uh, will leave its handprint on the Jags' draft draft plans. And we are going to have free agents that are going to be sought after and offers are going to be made. And first and foremost, top of the list is going to be Jawan Taylor, who's just shooting up all the 
free agent lists. Look at the top 50, a top 25, a top 100. And Juwan Taylor, you know, at some points earlier in this offseason, because we talked about it in, from a standpoint of amazement, wasn't even it, even showing up on some lists. And now pretty much a solid in the top 10. So um, we got some of that. We got a football fix coming up bottom of the hour. We'll talk to Captain Kev. Um, a lot more planned as we get you through a round two that, to be honest with you, I would imagine doesn't finish today. Between the pace of play issues and perhaps some rain uh, dropping in on us, uh, in the in and it looks like if it does uh, come, and I will look at the very latest weather forecast, but the last I looked, and that was this morning, it sure looked like some sort of rain could be rolling in by between 1 or 2 o'clock and sticking around until, uh, until the sun goes down. So, uh, you know who will know a lot about that? Captain Kevin Favor. We'll talk to him uh, about this golf tournament, about the bait bet, about the fishing forecast for this weekend, and and the weather. Now that may impact things uh, on both of those fronts over the course of the next couple of days. We're up and running here live from the players. It's a GFL Friday on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It gives me the confidence, and I mean, deep down, there's I, I believe I belong out here. I believe I can beat them. It's just, you know, a, a matter of, I guess, proving to everybody else that I can. But, I mean, it, it's nice to see, you know, my name up there with them because I did win an opposite field event, but a win's a win in my book, so I'm not going to complain. That's your boy, Chad Ramey, as we uh, bring in Captain Kevin Favor, who, uh, like all of us, certainly enjoys this golf tournament. And, um Kev, good morning. Were you able to watch much yesterday? Were you out on the water? How, how, how did your uh, Thursday go? We'll get to the bait bet. I haven't even really looked at that. I guess I should, huh? Yeah, yeah. so I, I did. I, um, you know, I had to, I, I kind of recorded a lot of it in the, after the forecast show last night. I had gotcha. about an hour All right. to, to fast forward. So, so I got to see a lot of the afternoon guys. I didn't see much of the, of, of the morning golf. I mean, that golf course played as easy as it's ever going to play. I was Especially in the morning. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah. I mean, it was like, um, and uh, it's it is going to be a beast the next two days. I mean, it's um, it's it's it, especially Saturday, Jeff. I mean, north at twenty. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, I haven't looked that far ahead. I've been concentrating. You know, I think we yeah. all look as fans at the rain because that's what right. affects us more as far as our getting around and planning our day. But it, yeah, if you're a golfer, that wind is is you know tougher, especially if it's sustained. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, I mean, the, the forecast um, for the weekend is north at 20 on, on Saturday morning and then diminishing. So it sounds like the afternoon guys are going to catch a break. And then, uh, like, like south-southeast um, on Sunday and and, uh, and and be just absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, literally, it's it, today's going to be tough. I mean, a lot of hard southwest winds. I mean, I've got to charter at, at 8 o'clock and... Okay, what about the rain, Kev? Any concern for you? Is it going to be the kind of rain that stops play here if you're looking no, at it even from a – you don't think I, so? I don't, I, I don't think so. Uh, or yeah, scattered I, I, kind of stuff, just kind yeah, of blow exactly. through, get you wet, be a pain, put the yep. rain stuff on, take it back yep. off, put it on. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's, that's fun that's for you. Definitely. That's fun for you caddies, isn't it, Kev, when you got a rain oh, day like that? it was the worst. Right? <laughs> Caddying in the rain Sucked. You had this old nasty wet towel hanging from a, a really heavy umbrella, and, and you know your guy doesn't want to get wet, but you got to stay soaked. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're always you're always you're always doing stuff, drying this, drying that. Yeah, yeah exactly. just it, and then it weighs about another two pounds. <laughs> yes, yes, a hundred percent. 
Yeah. All right, so how, how's how, how's the fishing, and how do those winds translate to any kind of fishing that someone might want to do this weekend? I've always thought this is kind of a hard week uh, for fishing because for so many people, they come out right into this belly of the traffic beast where the players is as part of their fishing morning, but um, uh, maybe that's just me. Anyway, what, what's it look like for the next few days? Um, it, it, it doesn't look good. I mean, yeah. the, fish has been, the fish has been fine. Uh, the, the, the most interesting thing is there's there's definitely rays on the beach. There's bait on the beach. Uh, very very few cobia on the rays. I still think that it's that it's early, really early for that. But I mean, if there's rays, there's still there's still a chance. Uh, in, inshore fishing has uh, has is just, has been hit or miss. I mean, I, I listened to you know all the reports on on, on the forecast show last night. I mean, uh, you know, some guys had. You know, a couple good days this week, and then they just they absolutely struggled, uh, which is which is just typical for this time of year. But uh, seventy five degrees of water temperature, which is wow, wow. I mean, that is that for for May tenth. Uh, that is that is warm, but it's all that's going to change. Um, you know, it's it's uh, wind's going to blow today. Like you said, it's, it's going to be fine to, to inshore fish, and then and then north at twenty tomorrow, which closes the ocean. Which I've always said, and you've heard me say this. A, a due north wind just absolutely brutal to inshore fish. I mean, it's blowing right down the ditch. It's usually cold as heck, and it's hard to get out of it. And then, you know, if, if I'm going to fish inshore, it's probably going to be early Sunday morning. Uh, you've got you've got a low tide at like 6 a.m., so you get out early, you know, get some fishing in, and then and then go home and and uh, get get ready for for Sunday afternoon of golf. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, I think the tough yeah. conditions are going to allow the cream to rise to the top here. As I look at this leaderboard, I mean, give it, I'll take Kyle Morikawa, his seven under start, Scotty Scheffler, his four under start, even Sam Burns, his four under start over the yep. other eight or nine guys that are up above him, including with all due respect to Chad Ramey, who certainly careered it yesterday. But you heard him say as we, as we came into your segment, you know, he want, you heard him say opposite field event. What that means is that certain of the big PGA Tour uh, events that are have a limited field or, or, or otherwise, yep. they'll do, you know, Dominican, uh, Puerto Rico, Mexico. It seems like those are, are three of them at least. And so he did win one of those. So he certainly has been at the top of a leaderboard before. Um, and we'll see, but the big names, um, ultimately over four rounds and the pressure that gets ratcheted up and the difficulty of the golf course, so much works against these, these young cats, Kev. No, I mean, you, and you see it every year, every year in this tournament, <laughs> somebody, some, you know, somebody just goes, you know, really low. Um, and, and most of the time it's somebody I've never even heard of. And I, 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 I mean, honestly, I don't know. No, you, I've never hey, heard of I mean, I, you, you and me it, both friend. Um, all right, so uh, let's revisit. We did the, we did the bait bet. Kevin and I actually yep. remembered. We did that on Wednesday evening. So I, yes. with the first pick, I went Rory. Yes. You went JT. Yep. Uh, Rory, right. by the way. Rory, by the way. Oof. Oof. Yeah, oof. Yeah. I, yeah by the I, way, I, 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 with all due respect to the Golf Channel, and I watched too much Golf Channel yesterday evening, I yep. will admit, but taking this narrative that Rory is weighed down because of all these tour issues and his role with that – Seems a little disingenuous when going into the golf tournament, he was being presented as a favorite because in the past in these situations when it's come time to make a stand or show something, he's played well and he's won. So the, the very argument that the Golf Channel and others and me myself 
used to think that Rory McIlroy may win this week is because, in fact, there was a t- when this whole thing, uh, the conflict arose in the split game, mm-hmm. Kev. There, yep. Way back, remember when, when Rory took the role of a spokesman and it got a little pointed yep. and he made some, some harsh yet funny critiques. Well, then he turned around and he won like two out of three weeks. He played an right. event, like a world event, where some of those guys were in it and he won. Remember he beat Patrick Reed, right? And so there was this thought that he thrived in that atmosphere and now yesterday, or that environment, now yesterday he goes out, he has a terrible round of golf and suddenly Golf Channel is telling me he's overcome with all the other stuff. I, we can't have it both ways, can we? No, like we can't, uh, and I don't know why, but it, you know, whenever I, I've been listening to it all week, and and um, I didn't have a clue. I mean, I I, I was you know for for this week, um, I was I was just like, damn, who is that? You know, <laughs> and this this golf tournament's always weird, but I just never felt, you know, never I never felt good about Rory McIlroy. You know, I just and he, he may come out and shoot sixty three today and, and 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 be right in it. I you know, but. I, I don't know this this golf course is uh, is, is, is he just um, he he did win here been, once but to your point he's yeah. not he's not year in year out been a fan yeah, the guy I like I'm lucky I got the guy I got with my second so I go Rory you go JT I come back with Scheffler who I really I should have picked first I think he's gonna I thought he was gonna win the golf tournament I'm not saying I still do but I thought he would win the golf tournament before it started somehow I didn't pick him first that makes no sense you come back with Max Homa. Yep. And you always hit me with these, and then I go, oh, and then you always end up winning. So, anyway, Homa, I go Hovland, and you go Zalatoris. Yeah. What did Zalatoris do yesterday? Was he over par? Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, one over. All my guys were one over or even. Yeah, I think if I yeah. one, I think if you're anywhere, if you're inside the cut line because of who is at the top, I mean, Morik Howell is the one you can't let run away from you. Chad Ramey, yeah. Taylor Pendrith, Ben Griffin, yeah, Lou Wee, Danny McCarthy, they're all coming back to the pack. Absolutely, they are. They're all going to shoot 71 to seventy three today. <laughs> you know, I mean, and and uh, and maybe even more. I mean, I'm just telling you, this wind's going to, um, you know, southwest wind, which is not a, a particularly hard wind on, on on that course. But when you're, you know, when you're talking about twenty miles an hour, um, you know, it's just it's it's going to it's going to play different. There's 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 no question. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, so, um... hey, real quick, and, and and I know everybody has a. A, a, an opinion on on someone, and and uh, I was listening this week when, when um, Jim Boham, Boham, re- yeah. retired, right, right, and, and so um, when I was working at Oak Ridge Sawgrass years ago, eighties, mm-hmm. okay, and, and and the Marriott always brought over guests. Well, I think it was it was the Big East at that time, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, or it could have so, been. Yeah, yeah. It was Big East then. Sure. It was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was the Big East. So it, it, at that time, um, all they, they 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 had the Big East Association or whatever at the Marriott at Sawgrass. Okay. Well, all the coaches all the coaches came over and played golf every day. Sure. And and so, um, it was Raleigh Massimino, PJ Carlissimo, and 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 and, and Bayhan, Bayhan, right? Okay. Bayhan, sorry, Bayhan, and. So I saw them every day, right? And mm-hmm. these guys were funnier than hell. I mean, okay. they were, they were, they were fantastic. And, and uh, so they asked me one day, they're like, "Hey, what time do you get off?" And I said, "Whatever." And so they you know, come, come play the back nine with us. And and, and so I did. Okay. And, 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 and dude, these were the these guys. You had a great time. Well, there you go. That's a lot more personal than just time. just watching them in, in. Just, 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 yeah, just you know, being guys <laughs> and 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 cuss like sailors. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, that I, that part I do believe. 
Um, so you're pulling your hair out. What is Prosser talking about? This guy's salt of the no, earth. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. You know, yeah. I mean, but, but what I'm saying is that, I mean, I, 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 you, know, you listen to, to people who meet somebody and, and, and it's, you know, I've, I've, I've heard people say, oh, you know, Tim Tebow's a jerk. What? I mean, that's not what we've ever heard, you know. Yeah, sure. But, but somebody may have met him at, at, at a time when he was trying to do something else. You know what I'm saying. I, well, it's like it's it's the old it's the old cliche. You sign a hundred autographs, and then the two you don't sign, and that you're the jerk that won't sign autographs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, All right. Well, uh, good good luck, but not not too good luck on your picks. I'd like to bust out of the gates here with a strong bait bet win in in the first leg of the competition. We will see. <laughs> All right, my man. Have a great weekend, Kevin. Have a great weekend. All right, that's Captain Kevin uh, Favor right there on the Fair and Fair phone lines. Uh, You can catch him and the boys on the outdoor show uh, tomorrow morning, the rabidly popular outdoor show. All right, um, we we mentioned this briefly, top of the show. What just a god-awful finish yesterday for a young golfer named Aaron Wise. I remember sitting here and doing Aaron Wise on a first-timer's day some six, seven, eight years ago. All right. But here he is, for the most part, holding his own at the players. Again, the leader right now is 800 parts, Chad Ramey. Colin Morikawa is 7-under. Now, he's got multiple majors, so look out there. But the rest of these guys on the leaderboard, if you're hanging around even par, put together a couple good, good days, and you're right back in, in the thick of things here, okay? And so Aaron uh, Wise went to the uh, 18th hole. It's a hard hole, don't get me wrong, but he was two over. He just got to get home, make a par. Finished with a 70. Where, two over par, uh, Donna Murphy. Where would you be right now on the leaderboard if you were two over par? Uh, As you, uh, Donna giving us the scoring updates uh, three times an hour out here. But if you finished your round two over, what position would you be in? Uh, let me scroll down here. And see. She knows what's coming. Uh, JJ, I don't know if you know what's coming. This, It's coming. And what position would yeah, you be? Yeah, T what? Probably probably uh, inside the cut line, I would imagine. Yeah, you would be uh, 94th. Okay, well, for yeah, not great, but a lot better than what Aaron Wise ended. Let me tell you how it went for Aaron Wise on 18. <laughs> Two over par, just, heck, make a birdie, get to one over. Um, he uh, put it down on the tee box, and he proceeded to hit a hook that started out over just the left rough, and then it hooked into, um, into the water. Now, he... Had the option at that point, you can move up to a to a, a further tee box closer to the hole because at that point it's still over the water. Well, he elected to tin cup it rather than take that extra 30, 40 yards or he could have, you know, hit an iron down the middle or done something else a little more conservatively, kept his, his tournament hopes at least with a flicker. No, instead what Aaron did is go through a sleeve of golf balls. So he hits his initial uh, tee shot in the water. Lining the left side of the fairway. You know what 18 looks like. Instead of going on one of the forward tee boxes where the ball crossed, he decided to tee it up on his third. Another one in the water. Uh, Another one in the water. Finally hitting his fifth shot from the tee. He once again found the water. His uh, fourth tee, finally, seventh shot overall, went way right into the trees. And by the time he was done, he'd hit the ball in the water three times. Had lost more than six strokes off the tee with the driver. Uh, now, he did one putt for, for a 10, so he avoided the dreaded 11. The 10 on 18 marks the second worst score on the hole's history. You might remember Andrew Stoles giving you an 11 in 2005. Uh, Anirban Lahiri had a 10 on the hole in 2017. 
Uh, Wise now shoots 80s, tied for 141. Uh, a watery grave is is how his day ended on now, ATD. Now, guys it, like that that do so terribly on Thursday, like what's your attitude yeah, like on it's, Friday it's, knowing you're not yeah. going to make the cut? You're just out there wasting your time. Yeah, that's 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 fair question. He was in the afternoon round, right? I saw him do that yeah. in the afternoon. So yeah. at least he gets to play in the morning. Get the hell out of here, yeah. JK. There's your answer. <laughs> he has the rest of the or, day. Yeah, where's the day? The am, I, am I in the field in Tampa? Did I make it there? Did they say guys with 10 can't come? I'm <laughs> um, not really sure. He, I think he's playing with Justin. So? Yeah. Oh, so he's still out on the – no, oh no, he can't be God. because it's – no, he's no, because his round's over. Hold on. Yeah, because okay. Suz still got to finish, oh, yeah, and, and, right. and Wise is done. So, yeah. Suz, is Suz the interesting one here? I'm, I'm the, I'm, I'm the Hicken arrival. We'll talk about that kind of early. I don't think people talk about the competitive advantage slash disadvantage to, to that happening to a golfer based on everybody else not playing quick enough. I, I mean, I don't know. Is there not something? A little bit off of that. We'll we'll talk about that more a little bit later. Um, in in case you missed it, the guys didn't get done yesterday because of the darkness. They all have to come out and finish two or three holes. Uh, seven groups, in fact, haven't gotten finished yet. Uh, the normal second round. If you got your tee sheet and you're coming out today, by the way, bring a bring some sort of rain jacket. I think. Um, but they'll keep going off at 6.50, right, the first tee times, uh, Donna? 6.50, And yes. then the morning guys yesterday. Uh, so that means the afternoon guys that you wanted to come out and see yesterday, that was what, Spieth and uh, Justin Thomas? Yes, and uh, Max Homa. And Max Homa. So that group goes off at 7.56 today. Yes. And then the Rory group will go off at 12.56 mm-hmm. uh, this afternoon, and hopefully uh, with some clear skies. All right, the Gator basketball uh, season came to an end. It's hard to really know how to feel about Todd Golden in year one. I think we're going to have to get a better – you know, a better overall set of, 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 you know, examples, I guess is what I'm, the word I'm searching for there. Like the Gators searched for a basket much of the season. I was unsuccessful. And at the end of the day, they just didn't have enough offense. I told you after big wins early this year, the way Florida wins is they got to get a 10-point score to score 25. And then, you know, like Will Richard has done that. But, you know, yesterday, Will Richard – you know, who we, we could have put on an all-SEC team after that 26-point game he had a couple of weeks ago uh, for a win. You know, he played 30 minutes yesterday, went one for seven for three, had six points. There, there's just no – you know, Florida was in an in-game situation there yesterday twice. They got no one to take the shot. Like when Myron Jones is your go-to, you know, he had 11 points yesterday, four for eight overall, three for six from three. Two of those were chances to win at the end of regulation and overtime. Uh, Florida fought hard, man. They trailed Mississippi State by six points with about 30 seconds to go. They, they tied the game. They went in overtime. They were in the same exact situation. They were down six with, with like 30 seconds to go. They forced two turnovers, converted both, took a one-point lead, 68-67, 11 seconds to go. And Mississippi State has this kid, Tolu Smith, who was an interior player, and they hit a great you – know, Florida left their man. It was that kind of that, that scatter situation at the end of a game. Getting the ball up court, not using a timeout. Mississippi State drove the lane, dished, scored, shoot with four seconds left, and that allowed Myron Jones to get off another three-pointer. That dude has the highest arcing shot I think I've ever seen in basketball, and I've been watching basketball my whole life. I'm not sure I've ever seen a, a player at the college or NBA level hoist a ball with a higher shot arc than this kid Myron Jones of, of Florida. It clangs off. The Gators' season, at least um, for now, ends at 16 and 16, do you get an invite to the NIT at 16 and 16? I don't know. Should you? I don't know that either. Do you care? 
That I also wonder. Got a football fix when we return. We've got uh, players updates as we go through all morning. We'll talk to Jared Rice and others as uh, we get you going here on a Friday. A a fun weekend for so many of you, I'm sure, as uh, your plans include um, some action out here at the players. So uh, we'll be back with more next football fix on the drill. All right, we're back here on the drill. Balls in the air, boys. On the tee here at the uh, 10th. Who's going off the 10 tee over there, uh, Donna Murphy? I had such a rookie mistake today, gang. You know, we get out here well before sunrise. I rolled up today, you know, in my uh, properly Natalie golf tired, by the way. Just like, a, you know, yes. golf shorts, golf shirt, hat. I liked what you were wearing yesterday. Well, thank you. Better. Well, okay. Sorry. Well, I got you. To be honest. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> you know, can't, can't please them all the time. You look Not like crap. Not everyone all the time. You know, we'll see. We'll do, who wore it better? We'll put yesterday and I today. I always tell my husband we'll what it. golf attire I like better. Okay. Well, there you yeah, go. So. Um, must, I apparently got dressed in the dark today, JJ. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and now you've thrown me off track. I don't even know Here's what I was going to Here's my issue. Say. I was out I don't there even know what I, I, I Oh, I know what my rookie mistake was. Oh, I, I didn't bring, like, sleeves. I don't have a pullover. Apparently, I really need one today. Amateur. Yeah. Very rookie move. I mean, yeah. I've been out here 30 years, boss. I mean, I, what the? And then after I got here, I realized, you know what? I probably had something in my golf bag in my, you know, in the back of the truck. So maybe now it's, you know, maybe next break we're going to make a run for the truck. Maybe you, that's what's going to happen. I think I think I may have the whatever I had on yesterday. Well, you'll be happy again. Uh, whatever I, I had on yesterday yeah. is probably in the maybe. in the back. So uh, Teeing off on 10 right now, JU grad Russell Knox. Well, there you go. Uh, go Dolphins. There you go. Fire up the band, JJ. We've got a football fix. Let's, let's get some of the important stuff, you know, the pigskin. Can't just talk, you know, pro staffs and paradigms. we got to go with pigskin uh, for sure. Can we just stop this before it starts? Did you see this Brady storyline yesterday? Anybody see this? No. <sighs> I mean, are these like... Are these, like, facetious? Scott Zolak's a radio guy. He used to be a, a quarterback for the Patriots. In fact, the Jaguars may have beaten Scott Zolak in a playoff game here in Jacksonville. I think Zolak was the Patriots quarterback in 98 when uh, the Jags beat the Patriots in a, in a wild card game. Mm-hmm. But he does radio right now in Boston. He says Brady to the Dolphins is, quote, definitely in play. Come on, man. And I just saw Brady double down. Of course, Brady's word isn't worth the sand that goes through your your toes if you walk over to the cross street to the beach i mean he's told us one thing and done the other which is his prerogative but just because brady yesterday i think he was making you know cookies with his daughter on he was like social media well it's hard for me to come back when i'm so busy with my new kitten well there you go it's like yeah. no you're coming back bro you see you're in there there yes, you go I there's, am. when he said when he's saying stuff like that how can i not believe it? well there's there's jj in the conspiracy <laughs> theory with you by the way the uh, football fix is brought to you by by the home course jewelty creek golf club they've got that thursday scramble two-man scramble starting up again next week if you know about that ever played it that's a lot of fun uh the course is getting better and better each time i've uh, either go by or been on it it's been terrific and and they continue uh, to work to get it really just in the best that it's ever been a little bit later this spring and into the early summer. Meanwhile, it is open for play for you. If it's good enough for me, Googans, it's good enough for you. It's definitely good enough for me. Am I good enough for it? That's a better question. Uh, the Jets reportedly optimistic now about a deal for Aaron Rodgers. So that make the offseason a little bit interesting. Just one. Remember last, last year we were grinding over all the great quarterbacks in the AFC? 
Well, Russell Wilson had come over to the to the AFC. You had all the other uh, emerging quarterbacks, and gonna add Aaron Rodgers to that list. Buyer beware. If you're going to go get a guy like Aaron Rodgers, all the concessions and cash that it's going to include, you have to really, really, really believe you can win a Super Bowl. And, you know, the problem in in knowing you're going to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers is I would look at the Packers and say, well, why haven't the Packers won a Super Bowl? They've had a better team than we have for a lot of years and and have had top seeds and great records and MVP years from Rodgers. So uh, 39 coming off his, his, his... least productive statistical season of his career it'll be interesting to see where Rodgers lands what it what it costs to get him are the Packers somehow gonna I you get the feeling they they're ready to go in another direction as dangerous a prospect as that may be I mean are they actually gonna pull some high draft picks out of this deal what is Aaron Rodgers worth JJ does he get a first round pick absolutely yeah yeah one just one you know some of these the the Watsons and Wilsons were getting two and (laughs) so much younger though yeah, you know, I know. You for probably sure. got like yeah. two years left. I agree. Uh, the reports are the Rams are shopping Matthew Stafford. The Rams are just in total blow it up mode, right? They won their Super Bowl. They are a mess. We knew with that salary, we kept saying, "How do you sign all these players?" Well, you do. You engorge yourself to the point that your stomach explodes, and you're just left a, a bleeding mess. And that's where the Rams are. Get get ready for sub 500 for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen's gone, Aaron Donald's gone sooner rather than later. And and I really wonder why Sean McVay is is going to throw his coaching reputation away and coach a sub-500 team for a couple of years before he goes off to the broadcast booth. You'd have been best served being a perennial playoff contending coach who goes to, to the broadcast booth before you, quote, need to, and then you could have bounced back with the biggest contract ever. Good luck, you know, 4-13 and 13 this year. Let me know how that sits on the resume. That's what it looks like to me. Um, so anyway, we'll see uh, how much interest there might be in Matthew Stafford. Look, he he's part of why they are in this position and also why you take that route. You trade it for a Super Bowl. Our Jaguars gave us miserable season after miserable season after miserable season, and there was never any gold at the end of the rainbow until we had a number one pick that correlated with a no-brainer first overall pick. Ooh, now things are different. So, hey, Rams, Matthew Stafford, we got no interest. Thank you. OBJ, who kind of flirted with signing teams down the stretch, you get the feeling he probably just wasn't quite fully healthy. He tore that ACL in the Super Bowl win over the Bengals. And now he's going to hold like his own little combine, his own little workout for teams um, out in Arizona. We're seeing more and more of this. This is uncomfortable. I don't like it. But the Tyreek Hill, other NFL players, ripping Daniel Jones' new contract. I mean, you know, stay in your lane, man. Hey, like contract hating is such a bad look. And by the way, if you're any NFL player, you want any other NFL player to get as much money as they can. Period. Bottom line. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by the Jewelty Creek Golf Club. we got the Hicken Arrival coming up next. Uh, we're talking a lot of golf today. The second round is underway. The first round uh, won't conclude until a little later today. Those that didn't finish golf at uh, about 8 o'clock uh, this morning on their final holes. They'll recut those holes and... Uh, We're in for another full, perhaps wet day of golf. It's Friday at the Players, and we continue on a GFL Friday next. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. It's Friday, Friday. Oh, sweet Friday. You know it. I can't yell. Good. Too close. Yeah, there's 10 T there. Too close. Shout out to, uh, to your boy, Taylor Montgomery, 200 par. Yeah. Solid, solid run. That's who I'm rooting for. 
Yeah, by proxy. He's your guy. Hey. hey. Oh. I don't like this, man. No. But I no. respect it. Yeah, you got to. They'll come over. They'll yell at us. <laughs> yeah, we've been shut down, haven't we? Hit a couple we times have been through shut the years. Down. A little huh. loud. Yeah, one year we were next to it the It wasn't car. the yelling either. It was just normal. It was just like a normal argument. Mets Braves. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> it was. The standoff. I think it may have been, the, to be honest with you, the, looking. The, I think it may have been the morning after they drafted Bortles. I'm not even lying. Well, could have been. I think that might be it. We were out, uh, remember, out by 17. The Golf Channel shut us down. We are too loud for the Golf Channel. Their yeah, morning, they didn't like that. Morning Drive wasn't a big fan of us. No, no. We even had to bring in Steve Sands as an intermediary. Sandman. He came Where through. Where is the Sandman? He's here. I talked to him is last he? week. Yeah. yeah, he's out about. Sam has made it big. You know, you see him on NBC now in the early coverage. All right. Good for him. All right. Um, anyway. Yeah. I watched the shot yesterday <laughs> by Jason Day on 16. Did you see that? Uh, so he yes, drove it in the I did. Woods. It rolled along, and then, it, and then it went in the water. So, Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it was such a good shot, though. I mean, you, you know, you just – so he's, he hits it in the woods where, you know, I, it's a place that I know well. The uh, 16 is the par 5, yeah, yeah. and ultimately the water he runs down. He hit it down. left in the woods in the sure. pine straw. And he's got a little opening. Sure. Tre- I mean, he's got – I mean, trees everywhere, but he's got a little opening, but he's got branches, so he's got to hit it like – Two feet off the ground. Two feet off the ground for like – As far as he can. For like 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. He's not trying to get it to the green, but he no. can get it up around the green. And yeah. he hit it exactly it. how he wanted to. Yep. I mean, and so, but also if you know 16, it sort of slopes a little bit to the right. There's water on the, the closer you get, it'll yeah. kind of feed to the yeah, water. Yeah, feed to the water. Yeah. And I mean, the ball comes off his club, and they're all like, "Oh my God, great shot!" I'm thinking the whole time great that's going to go in. My, yeah. As I'm watching it, I'm like, "Why do?" Uh, yeah, they're all. Going, I must have a bad angle. Great shot, J Day. <laughs> Beautiful. It's rolling. It's rolling. It's rolling. And, they, and, then, and then they go, "Uh oh, uh oh, better slow down." <laughs> and there's always a little edge of like. Higher grass. It's not really rough. That you, yeah, that you hope would stop. That you it. hope stops it and no chance. You know what? No I, chance. You know what man, I thought as it. I watched that? What do you got? So f- sports are so fun from this standpoint. You will see something that will make you say, wow, I don't think I've ever seen or I've never yeah. seen. Blo- I don't think I've ever seen a ball rolling faster than I saw that man, ball. that thing was going. That, that was part. I know good. balls have been hit harder. I know I've seen ball, But as far as that ball was rolling, I swear to God, 40 miles an hour when it got up there you know what my new to, thing, on the ground. You know what my new thing is as I continue to, to battle swinging the golf sticks and try to Fine-tuning your game is what yeah, we call that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these guys, they hit it so pure yeah. every mm-hmm. single Time. That's the repetition. The face of the club hits the ball perfectly. Yeah, that's the repetition. Every single time. And and it's just, I marvel at it. I marvel at how, how good they are and from where they hit and how, because they don't look like, it, it's like a baseball swing in the respect of, if you watch Major League Baseball players, they don't look like they're swinging hard and the ball jumps off the bat. That's what the golf ball does with these guys. They don't look like they're swinging hard, you know, whack, you know, it's 190 yards. It's, a, it's it's a beautiful thing it's, to watch. It's certainly, it really is. certainly, it there takes some innate talent for sure. Yeah, any yeah. any great athlete, it does. But this is one sport that if you the repetition goes a long, long way. You know, the, I did this one thing, Hick. You remember years ago? I did it with with uh, around the players. I mm-hmm. did it with Clouk's, uh swing coach, mm-hmm. and I basically did a un, I did a premise of what if a guy, a regular, you know, decent golfer, a, a low mid eighties golfer, mm-hmm. worked out. 
like a tour pro or as close right. to it as you could. Right. And we would do radio in the morning back then over there at the vampire shop. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then I would go out to, to this, this swing lab out here at Ponte Vedra and Sawgrass in Ponte Vedra. And I did this for 30 days straight and worked on my golf for three or four hours a day every day. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it was remarkable. I uh-huh. broke 70 a couple of times. I shot, and then grids eventually, you yeah, know, yeah. without all the practice and out all the, you know, and there was some fundamental change to the sounds, swing and such. I mean, with all due respect, that sounds like a scam to get some great free lessons at work. Well, I'm, I don't know. I haven't talked to <laughs> I the I think sh- it really helped your game. The shot doctor, Tom <laughs> Burnett, uh, shout out. I haven't spoken to him in 15 years. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, not, yeah, for sure. It was, um, it was, look. Can, it, I, can I interrupt for just a second? Sure. Let me take you to New England, Jeff. Hey, Massa. <laughs> Let me take you to New England. Walk, you lazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they threw that at us one playoff game, didn't they? Yeah. It's just said, walk, you lazy bastards. <laughs> they darn sure did, man. Uh, but the point sure being did. is that, 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 you know, when you devote oh, yeah. that much time, it, it helps. So It yeah. does help. It that, does that's, help. Only, that's the only way that, that, that you know, you're going to, have the kind of results they do. And even then, after all that, right. they'll go out and make a 10 on a hole and shoot 80. Man, it is such a hard game. And it's so fine and have to be so – you know, Aaron Wise, I, 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 that was unbelievable. And 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 uh, uh, the kid – who's the kid who made the hole in one? Buckley? Yeah. Yeah, he got the five under. Mm-hmm. He's leading the tournament. Mm-hmm. He ends up one over. Yeah. Well, and, we left yesterday. You got Cantlay was four under, yeah, three he's under. even. Right. It, yeah. it get you. Rory, 76. I mean, it just and, – and Morikawa looks like one of the stars who's tuned in, dialed in, and ready to go, and we'll see. The players at their next meeting need to address what is a problem for the players. Yeah. Yeah, it, okay. And it's not so much a problem um, uh, when we do the 10-minute drill in just a little bit. We'll, we'll go a little deeper on this. But the, the problem is among the players. It's not among us, the audience – and when I say audience, either as a spectator, maybe a little bit as a spectator, but not as a TV watcher. When you watch a golf tournament on TV, pace of play is not important to you. How fast or slow a threesome is playing doesn't matter to you because they're just bouncing around from hole to hole and shot to shot that you don't sense any delay. You're, you're, you know, your senses are constantly being fed. You don't. It's not an issue for you. And usually, look. Baseball, I'll give you an example, had an issue with pace of play. They've made changes. They think that it's affecting the audience. If it affects the audience, the fan, the consumer in this case, then then they'll rush to make changes. Or they will at least, I guess in baseball's case, didn't rush. But as those games got longer, more drawn out, they've, they've addressed it. And so far, playing games a half hour faster heading into this regular season, right? Well, I'm talking about a pace of play issue here on tour. And, and the reason I bring it up, it's not that this tour now is completely thrown into chaos. It's pretty simple. The guys that didn't finish their round yesterday, and there were seven groups, they're going to go out this morning, tee off at 7.50 on, you know, play the 16, 17, 18, 7, 8, ninth hole, some combination of those, and finish their first rounds before they tee off for their second rounds just a little bit later this morning. Meanwhile, the second round is, is off and running at 6.50 as scheduled. For a lot of guys that are left out on the course, it's kind of a so what story. You know, they're one over, they're two over, they're one under, they're just going to finish their rounds. But then there's also a guy like Justin Suh. He was five under par. He was getting ready to putt 20 feet for Eagle on 16. 
Everybody else had a nice round yesterday. They got to find their groove and keep it, man. Right? You're Chad Ramey having the, the round of your life. You get to just keep playing that groove. I, I said this before. I don't care what level of golf you are. If you're trying to break 70 or 80 or 90 or 100 or 150. It, let me tell you what you don't want to do. You don't want to be having your career best day or a really great round of golf going. Get to the 16th hole, mark your ball on the green, and then go have dinner and go to sleep. That's what you don't want to do. You want to finish. And in a golf tournament, it's going to pay $4.5 million if you finish first. Any competitive advantage, disadvantage that falls outside of Mother Nature, right? I mean, you could argue every golf tournament there's advantages, disadvantages based on the weather in the morning versus the afternoon or who had to play in the rain and cold or who didn't or what. You know, anything that's Mother Nature inspired, okay, that's what we call in golf rub of the green. Well, when one guy's heater gets, gets, gets put on ice for 14 hours – because everybody else couldn't play at a pace that would get everyone done, then maybe it's something that should be looked at a little bit. But, again, I'll pick uh, Hicks' brain on that a little bit more as we go. Rory McIlroy, uh, not a good day yesterday. Of the big names, he's the one that, that had the most issues. Uh, Donna Murphy's uh, standing by with our scoring updates, so we'll be getting those all morning long, three times an hour, to keep you up to date on the very latest, what's happening out there on, on course. Uh, Weather is going to be a factor now. Look, uh, Captain Kevin Favor is in the fishing industry. He's not a golf meteorologist, but if there's – a, a more similar occupation where you're following that weather than, than that, um, you go ahead and tell me what it is. And he doesn't think that today's the kind of rain that shuts the tournament down. It's just one of those that makes it kind of a, a hassle, right? You put the rain gear on, you take the rain gear off. You put it on, you take it off. Uh, for us fans, I, I, by the way, I, I rectified the rookie mistake. I went, I got some sleeves. And while I was there, I saw umbrella. And I thought, hmm. Might not be a terrible idea to grab an umbrella if you're going to go out and watch some golf. And I am uh, going to be out and about watching some golf. Going to meet up with some people. We got homes coming down, oh, so me, me, and, me and pops, me and pops will be uh, uh, trampsing around through the grounds here. We'll see where he wants to go and, and watch some golf. And and now, like I know Holmes, Holmes is is like an engineer, old school depressioner. These guys are just buttoned up on everything. You know what I mean? I bet you Holmes has a. I bet you he has an umbrella, and I bet you he's also got some sort of stool or city, something that he can sit on. Meanwhile, coming prepared. I'll be here standing up, slopping around in the wet, but I did have an umbrella. Perhaps he'll be proud of me. It's probably been a while. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, the golf is, uh, there, uh, is already off and running today, and the weather will probably be a factor, not from – although I will say this, the, the, the rain will slow it down. And we already know you don't need to be slowed down to not finish your golf round. You know, to not be able to – got to come in for dinner, son. Sorry, hide-and-seek's over. I just uh, – for the life of me, an event this big, how it's just okay for some dudes to not be able to start and finish when, again, there's no tornado delay. We don't have last year's weather conditions. Let's, let's don't get it twisted. There's, there is no reason why a golf tournament – I've been doing it for a million years, and, and this is not a player's – it's not this event. This has been happening all uh, all winter. You know, all this early golf season. This has been a this is this has been a problem at events uh, over the over the last you know month, two months, three months, even. So I don't know what to do about it, but I do think when it creeps into the competitive balance, I don't think it's fair for for one dude. Everybody on the front page of this leaderboard, okay? Every one of them, you know. Ch- Chad Ramey, Colin Morikawa, Taylor Pendrith, Ben Griffin, 
Min Woo Lee, Denny McCarthy, Christian Bezadenhoit, Adam Svensson, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns. They're all at least 400 par, and they're all done with a good night's sleep and a couple of meals in them already. And your man Justin Suh is 500 par, and he's got to go out to 16 and, you know, spot his ball. Take an eagle putt after, you know, you want to talk about killing your mojo. Let me know how about, you know, 14 hours. How does that do for it? So, uh, anyway, there's that. Uh, we got a lot of golf talk today, obviously. Got some other fun stuff. We're going to take you behind the charitable arm uh, out here a little bit as well and what this tournament means to so many people, uh, especially as the golf is just kind of getting up and running. We are located here in the Sawgrass Square as more and more people make their way out for the uh, competitive rounds. That's just inside the Davis Love Third Gate and uh, terrific food court, big outdoor bar, you know, all the stuff that's important if you're coming out to the players mm-hmm. at any time this weekend. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen. All right. It's a, a GFL Friday. we got other uh, stuff to get to. The Gator basketball season came to an end yesterday. Did, did Is North Carolina, Carolina going to be a defending champ that doesn't even make the tournament? That's very rare air. It's air you don't want to be in. And uh, according to the bracketologist, I will say this. I often find myself this time of year not agreeing with Joe Lenardi and his bracketology. And yet somehow Selection Sunday comes out and it's exactly as he picked it. Like this dude will get maybe one team wrong. So if Joe Lenardi has your team right now in the next four out, I guess if you're the first four out and the last four in – Maybe he's not going to nail it exactly every year. But if you're into that second category, that second four, you're screwed. That's where he has North Carolina. So, yes, indeed, a team that went – I called him a champion. They didn't win at all. A team that went to the title game a year ago who started the season. I think it is the first time a team has started the preseason number one in college basketball and not made the tournament. Yes. They won 20 games. i got to be honest with you. Another part of this argument is I will put North Carolina in. You've got the same talent that went all the way to the title game. Do they have their best year? No. I don't care if it's unfair to the eighth-place team in the Big Ten. If Wisconsin doesn't get to go, oh, well. I think a team that went all the way to the championship, again, with a roster that's relatively intact. Apparently they had some kids – being boys, being kids, sharing girlfriends and fighting over them, those kinds of issues up there. I don't mean like in one setting. I mean dudes messing with other dudes' girlfriends and those hurt feelings and then the fracturing of sides. That's what my North Carolina spies tell me about what's happened with Carolina basketball up there this year, but certainly disappointing would not begin to sum it up. All right, let's take a quick break here on GFL Friday. We will come back. Uh, we will continue with, with golf talk, uh, a lot of golf talk today. As, man, what, what, a, what a great weekend it'll be. Hopefully uh, the weather uh, cooperates. Uh, other storylines around the sports world, and, and they're there. They're popping. Uh, the NFL and the quarterback uh, situations uh, are in the news, especially Aaron Rodgers. Uh, how big of a shift, how big of a, of a, of a seismic quake do you get? As a Jaguar fan, if Aaron Rodgers joins the ACC, uh, the ACC, the AFC, if he joins the ACC, the NIL's in trouble because they won't be able to pay all that cash he gets. But as he joins the AFC, is that a deal for you? I mean, does it matter? That and more. It's a 10-minute drill. It's a GFL Friday, and we're live at the players. The 10-minute drill. This is a big one. It's brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal, veteran-owned and operated. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On 1010XL. Dan wants to rock right now. Sports Concepts and Rationalizations coming your way. It's a 10-minute drill. We do it each and every day. At the end of the drill, we usually have a prize pack. JJ, 
Do we still have a prize pack to give away today, sir? We do. We have a pair of VIP tickets to the Celtic Music and Heritage Festival this weekend in St. Wow. Augustine, March. Larry Bird going to be there, JJ? Uh, Celtic, Dan. Celtic. Oh, Celtic. I'm sorry. Celtic. Get, get your kilt on. Got you. Got you. Not Celtic. Celtic. Correct. Just checking. Keep you honest. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. Uh, uh, golf underway here today. Boy, I tell you what, the rain's coming. They they say pretty specifically at five o'clock. Oh, that's late. Well, yeah. That's, of course, as slow as these jokers play, that you know they might be making the turn. Yeah. They got a problem with pace of play. I, I, you start talking about this twenty second rule, like baseball. Something. <laughs> Listen, it's here's it here's the reality. It's fair. But, here, but the, and the reality is this. Never mind the joke about it. If you're, I've said this like a couple times already today. But if you're watching uh-huh. on TV, uh-huh. th- there's no issue for you. They go player to player to player to player. Player yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. But if you're Justin Suh. And you're on the heater of your life, and you're five under par, and you got an eagle putt on 16. It's not fair for you to have to go home, take a shower, eat dinner, come back the next day, and finish. Because so, li- likely it's not his fault. Right. Right? They're, right? they're in the back of a line. Yeah. So it's not fair for a guy who is in contention for the golf tournament, unless Mother Nature does it, because then it happens all the time. Fairness sure. goes out the window if you've got other issues but just to have a perfectly sunny day and to not get your 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 tournament round completed it's an indictment isn't it i watch a lot of these guys yesterday there's a lot of uh it's like this process you can describe me if my ball's here dan is acting out a chip shot oh he's here's what's bothering here's what he's saying dan says he's got a chip to the green He's practiced his chip. Now he's walked out onto the green, now past the green, looking back at it very quizzically. Now he's looking at another angle. Now he's nodding his head. Very, very committed look on his face. Yes, talk now to he's the walked, caddy as well. Now he's walked all the way back over. Now he pulls a club. Now he takes a couple of practice swings. Now he's not sure about the club. Steps back, looks again. Now decides to go look at the side angle again with the club now still in hand. Now he's over the ball again. And and there he has chipped it a minute and twenty eight seconds later. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I don't know what. The, I don't know if it's because of the undulations and the contours and everything, and they want to get a better read from different angles. But they do seem to move around a lot more than just sitting behind it trying to figure out how it's going to break. Well, for sure. And I get looking at it from all <coughs> angles. I don't get not doing it quicker. Right. You've been out here all week. Yeah. You play the tournament many of you ten twenty times. Yeah. You know what the greens do. Yeah. Make the putt. Yeah. And then after they do all that, they'll like. Two big names just botched 16 yesterday. You mentioned Jason Day rolling in, and well, he still could have made uh, could have made par. Mm-hmm. He made like there was like four bogeys all day all on day. 16. Yeah, and Jason a, Day, who had a good day, yeah. had one of them. And Rory has a you know 18 footer for eagle, and he three putts for par. Ooh, I'm going to tell you this when I'm not buying. Okay, yeah. Golf Channel was selling this awful hard yesterday. I watched too much <laughs> Golf Channel yesterday. Okay. When we went into this tournament this week. Uh huh. I feel like not just us, but nationally, the narrative that made Rory one of the favorites, one of the guys people were picking to win, uh-huh. was that in these situations when the yes, tour, 100%. right? You, you, yeah. he's he's been a guy who rallies behind right. that. Yeah. Well, now yesterday he goes out and flubs and shoots seventy six, and the Golf it. Channel is telling me that. Well, I really think it's just a distraction of everything uh, that's going. You can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways, nah, man. No, no, no. And so I subscribe to that. You know, when they got at each other. Uh, last year, Rory won like two events, including one against Patrick Reed in the field that had all those guys yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. So now you can't turn around now and just say how uh, right, over. Right. 
There's the bean over there. Look at that, the bean. Get a good shot at the bean from here. Oh, the bean's making – bean's uh, two over, I think. The bean has to weigh 40 pounds. The bean right now, if he turned just a bit, he would be invisible. <laughs> he would be invisible <laughs> if he stood up straight. We're talking if, about Will Zalatoris. Yeah. We call him the bean. Yeah. He's Dolores' boy, yeah. if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Dolores Zalatoris. <laughs> when he was a first-timer, didn't he snub you to come – Did he? I think he did snub us. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yeah. I, I, what the hell with the bean then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at the bean. The string. The bean has many connotations. I mean, you take it for what it's worth. <laughs> you can take it however you I want mean, it. But I, the, again, cla- the claim right is. There, right there. You saw he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> right there. For, if, he gets, if he turns just a bit, he disappears. He's so skinny. Gosh, he's got to weigh 120 pounds. And, how, and he hits it a ton. And by the way, he's gained weight from last year. I did see him on TV, and they were talking about it. Look, he is super thin. Rail thin, Dad, some would say. <laughs> he's a string bean is what he is. He's the bean. He's the bean. Uh, uh, if, whatever context you want to use, he's the bean. Go get a bean. Stop. <laughs> it just screamed across the fairway to the bean. I don't think he know he goes by the bean. He does so not go luckily, by the bean. luckily, he has no idea, you know, what the hell that was all about. But <laughs> we should we should make poster boards oh and follow God. him around. It's just let's start bean. Maybe yeah. maybe we could get it going. I think it would stick. I think it too because string bean everyone yeah. would go with. Yeah, I think if they called Zalatoris the bean. The beaner. <laughs> it would stick. I promise you. The bean. Look at him. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, there he goes again. He's, no, I don't he, see him. No, he's squatting. He's oh, squatting. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But anyway, yeah, he did not have a great round yesterday either. Yeah. So a lot of big names didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who Chad, is Chad Ramey? Uh, Chad Ramey's the guy right now taking the taking the media guide photo. Yeah. You put that in your media guide. Chaka? Yeah, you lead after round Black one. Mark. You're Roberto Castro. You're Roberto Castro. <laughs> George Tech. Many of those. That, Ginger. Uh, yeah. Roberto shot a 63 out here round one about 10 years ago, Gosh. which remains the, uh, the is, scoring who, who record. Who is Chad Ramey? Chad Ramey has ha, – Have he, you ever seen – know anything about he, him? He won an alternate uh, – an off event. Like a Puerto Rico? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mexico? He, he won in, in, in Dominican, actually. Okay. Close enough, right? Punta Cana? Punta Cana. All right. Yeah, he won Punta Cana, so – uh, I, but I, that being said, I don't. You know, whatever huge event was going on that week was the one we were watching. I don't really recall him winning right, there. Right. So to your point, no, not really. Don't know much about Chad Ramey. Uh-huh. Um, enjoy your spot at the top of the leaderboard. It is literally impossible that he stays there. Mm-hmm. Between the pressure and the standings and those around him, he'll never stay at the top of the leaderboard. Oh. There's zero percent chance that Chad Ramey wins the golf tournament, but he certainly is the day one story. Mm-hmm. Zero chance. Mm-hmm. Kyle Morikawa is one shot behind him. Colin Morikawa has won, what, two or three majors? Colin Morikawa is tough, too, because when he dials in, he stops putting, he's unflappable. Though. He stops putting sometimes. Yeah, but though. when he's in, I yeah. mean, oh, he'll yeah. carry it for four days and win that. We'll see. Yeah. That's the question. Like, right will, now, will he? I right now, I would take Colin Morikawa. Well, sure, he's seven under par. Well, I mean, I think he's, he's three he's... better than any other big name. Yes. Scheffler, and yeah. you can't put Burns in that category, but Burns also four under. Burns is... Started slow this year, but yeah. he's he's he's, a he's a, he is among that group that at various times in his career is going to have a two or three week period where he looks like he's as good as anyone. Yeah, that seems to be. And there's a few guys like that. Yeah. Xander Shoffley can do that. Patrick can't, but they're not though. There's three or four at the top. What Shoffley end up yesterday? He he got it back to even. I think did he? Yeah. Okay. Which that's my I can't keep up with my picks, dude. I have no I idea know. who's what's where. He, and then on top of it all, I really have thought: Did I take Scheffler one overall, or did I take McElroy in brunch? Because I really think, yeah, no, it, yeah, in the brunch with the tour one. Because I think I thought Scheffler was going to win, and yet I find myself I looking at my took, contest, and I never have him. I think you took Scheffler. Okay, good. 
I think. I don't know, though. I may have gone McElroy because I liked him, too, in his story. Let's see. Who picked? So I picked first. So I had who I wanted. I just don't remember if I took Scheffler or, or McElroy. I think I have Rom. So then he, he, he would have taken second. He would have taken Scheffler if I did. Whoever. I think he may have. I may have handed him to him. Mm. But I, I'm not positive. So anyway, no one it, knows. It, it, the weather's beautiful right now. And if oh, you want yeah. if you want to get in your best call, I'm encouraged that you said five. I thought it was much earlier. I thought one, two o'clock we may have. Some. No, now now uh, I was over doing some TV and uh, Garrett Biedenbaugh told me there could be a Mogul. shower. Yeah, could be a shower early. That sort of sets it up because – so, I don't know. I, I brought but, an umbrella. I mean, that's unbelievable oh, wow. adjustment by me. Wow. But I think I'm by out f- here with Holmes today. You know, I'm going to oh, keep it dry. Very good. Yeah. But I think by 5 o'clock, it'll be, it'll be a pretty good downpour. That's okay. what they're saying. So. Well, I, my plan will be to get out of here way before 5. Yeah, you won't be out here by 5. I hope. But if you're coming out I gotta today, convince, here's, here's the, you here's, can have a great you, day all day. You can be out here till 3 and be you ready, fine. You ready for this one? You ready right. for the moral dilemma I'm going to hit? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, not, they're not piping through 1010XL radio on the – Nocatee shuttle, are they? Why? Well, because Holmes is shuttling in from Nocatee, right? Okay. Well, the idea is to take the shuttle, but, you know, I, my, my idea is to, well, I, you can just ride with me. I'll drop them off on my way back, right? I'll just drop them off at home. Yeah. On the way back. But, sure. You know, you know, Apple's been out here since, been up and going since four, has been out here since, you know, 530 in the yeah. morning. You yeah. Know? Tree's just getting up and enjoying a nice cup of coffee. I think Tree's going to want to blow around out here until 4 or 5 in the afternoon. Oh. And Apple's going to be – so the point is, do, what, do, you, do you just don't say anything? You just stay until Tree's ready to go. Apple, shut up, whatever, you're here. Or do Apple, you just assume Tree's, Tree's kind of his own deal anyway. He'll get home on the shuttle. He'll be fine. Apple's going home. Have you, has Apple already made the offer to drive him home? It's, Apple and Tree don't have to talk about those types of things. They'll emerge as we go along. I haven't really mm. – hasn't come up one way or the other. I, right. I did offer, if he wanted, to pick him up on my way out this morning. Okay. Tree could have come out here with no, Apple at no, 5.30 no. in the morning, and then maybe at 2 in the afternoon, Tree may be ready to fly. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll be interesting. That'll but, be a good – Yeah. Good story. No, but what is my responsibility? What should I do? Because I feel like I probably should just ride it out till Tree's ready to go and give him a ride home. I have this dilemma. I, I just realized yours. what you guys are talking about. Yeah. It took me about 30 minutes. <laughs> Good. That's how we roll. JJ. I don't, I'm not going to explain it. You, you get it driving around or you don't. Damn it, JJ. But the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. There's your context clue. Uh, who would be the apple and who would be the tree, right? Donna gets it. Dad is the tree. Here's yeah. the dilemma for me. Yeah. Saturday. Okay. Everybody's geeked up to come out Saturday. By everybody, you mean like your, your the fam. Oh. La familia. Okay. I've been out here five days. Yeah, you, you'd like I'm to ready s- to lay on that couch and sure. watch some golf. <laughs> you can't get away with that. I don't know. Maybe you can. I might be able to, yeah. but it always leaves a little mark. I don't. This is where you and I it's are. different. One of those deals. This you is know? this is where you and I are different, and it doesn't make one of us better or worse, righter or wronger. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell I wouldn't. I'd be leaving my sofa tomorrow in your exact same boat because yeah. they all have a lot to. They can rely on each other. Like if you were, you had plans with just one or two of them, then you're kind of pinned in. You hemmed in a little bit. <laughs> Boys are saying it was Spieth. I followed him yesterday. His group was a half a hole behind well, all there day. There you go. And I was referring to Spieth on a par three where he, on that, uh, 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 was it number three or third? I can't remember. But anyway, he hit it right off the green. It rolled down a little bit, and he walked around that hole. But it's not, but it's not. But, and and, <laughs> and all, he bogeyed. But he had made, it, it was, yeah, he had made three straight birdies, and then he bogeyed it. But in all, in all seriousness, <laughs> exactly right. it's not fair to a kid like Justin Suzz yeah. having a great round, and yeah. his has to go on mothballs for right. 14 hours because Jordan Neurotic Spieth can't play golf on time. Well, the Gators uh, lost yesterday. 
They fight. It's a matter of gold and getting fight. talent. I mean, I, they, they fight. I, they and I think he. I just I, I think said he, he coach is good. It's hard to know because of the talent. You don't. You, I said not, he yesterday though, and I saw this all season long, and it, it has a little bit of big shot Irv in me. I don't understand where. We have deemed Myron Jones as our best chance to hit a bucket at the end of a game. I don't think we have. My man Myron Jones, who had one of his better games this year, uh, yesterday, uh, you know, made a couple threes. Who would you go to? Huh? There's there's only like one guy. I I mean, you go to Kugel, I guess. I mean, yes. And if he's got two guys on him, as he did on that last play, I I almost now. Will Richard stinks. This is why they're no good. The guy had. Two, uh, one for seven from three and six no, no. points. Well, they're like they're, that's what they are. They you go all with whoever. Stink. They're like that's six my point. Whoever. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. point with Jones yesterday is, at least he was three for six for three, including yeah. that last yeah. miss. At least go with the guy who's hit a couple. Because yeah, gosh knows, Kowasi Raves ain't afraid to go zero for seven one day on you. Kowasi, Kowasi, his problem is he'll just when he's ready to shoot, he shoots even if he brings it down the floor. <laughs> I'm not going to look for a better shot. I'm going to let it rip right here. He's he's a nut. <clears throat> he's yeah. a little kooky. But they had, they did not get good shot, good shots at end of game or end of overtime. Oh, the end of overtime was a good shot. He just missed it. He had to shoot yeah. like you know that Trey Young. But end of game, that was disappointing. You had a chance end of game to get a shot up, and you just fumbled around, fell down top of the key. Yeah, they battled. They they they, they fight. Yeah. There's not a lot of talent. I'd be I'd be curious. What are they? Sixteen and sixteen. Yeah, I'd be curious. Are they in the NIT? I don't know. They not, may not get no, in. Not no, not for sure. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm not by any stretch saying saying that they'll get in. I don't know how much value there is to them getting in. If you get into an NIT, if you make a bowl game, it's to get better with a young group to get more practice going, time. They're exactly. all going to be different, right? Who's yeah. right? It needs to be different. There's look. There's there's some salvage. You can build around two or three of those guys, but they need a lot more talent. And until they have it, and by the way, in college basketball, that is on Todd Golden, the coach. Yeah. You don't get it. There's no GM. No. You know, you coach who you yeah. identify, scout, go get, and, and you had then, it. You had a, a I think all he, SEC performer this year. You better find a guy who can, who's good. Well, you should. And it might be cool. Maybe Kugel steps up and gets even better. I don't know. And, and maybe we should be at least a little bit encouraged that they did, they still fought and came close with no Castleton. Yeah. Now, they yeah. had a couple of games there at the very beginning, and in yeah. fairness, they lost by 30. But they, they just don't have much talent. Shimchek. Shimchek. Shimchek shooting a three. I don't know what that Shimchek was. Shimchek is a guy that will keep an eye on. Shimchek might, maybe he is. Who can knows? Can I get a spelling on Shimchek, please? Oh, there's some Y's and Z's and C's and K's. No vowels. Thing. Yeah. There's no vowels. Some Y's, C's, Z's, and K's. And, and an, an M. S. An M. And an, anytime you get all those in there, good luck. Yeah. I mean, that's. He, he if you had Wheel of Fortune and Shimchek was your thing, you yeah. would never get it. At million years. I like to buy a vowel. We, we never. A. E. I. E. O. U. How can this be, Pat? I don't know. Pat's the name. It's Shimchek. Hey, listen. The guy has the most wins ever and is maybe the best college coach ever. We never got Krzyzewski down. You still can't spell it. Still can't spell it. All these years later. Oh, I know. The old fun sports spelling bee that every radio show in the country is going to do here in a month. So we had all kinds of tournament stuff going on. I I didn't take much from I guess Carolina is not going to get They're in. They're not. If, I said if Joey Brackett has you next four out, you're not getting in. You're not getting yeah. in because he's right. He's, he's right. Yeah. And he's and 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 good. Arizona State was one that struck me. They won a nice game against SC last night. Uh, that pretty much gets them that's, in. Uh, that's uh, 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 yeah the Hurley Duke, Hurley. Both of those guys are going to get in. in. They'll probably pair them against each other. The brother is at um, UConn. UConn. Yeah, I can see UConn Arizona State round one. That'd be good. Make it happen. Um. It might have to be round two. Because I think UConn probably be about a four, and the other one would be probably about an eight or nine. No, Arizona State's like last in. Yeah, I don't think. But that doesn't matter. That's what Joey Buckets told me. Yeah. That usually gets you like an 11 or 12, though, doesn't it? 
Last I don't, in? I don't believe they'll be last in. All right. I think the Pac-12 is pretty good in basketball. You, no. you, you doubt Joey? You, you told me Joey no, Buck no, no. is dead on. Now you doubt him. In or out. I don't know how he does on the seeds every year. He does very well. Well, I know he does. Look, if you get 67 of the eight in, I you, you don't have, I don't care what the seeds are. But I don't know if it, Arizona State, if they're an 11, then I feel sorry for the six. I'll just say that. Yeah. That's not a fair matchup for the six. Arizona State's beating good teams. Yeah. Playing in a really good league. So, anyway, yeah, college basketball will be a big weekend. Lots of tournament stuff. I mean, it's, and, again, Selection Sunday then comes up on Sunday night. So, that, that will That's be. That's a fun weekend. But, again, it loses a lot of its luster when you don't have a team. Yeah, and then for year for after sure. year after year, Florida's in. FSU's in. We've had something to watch. Interesting. Where are they going? Who's in the bracket? It's, it's very fun. And, again, you know, I hope Gator basketball fan and nation, you know, they determined that wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough for them to have some drama on a Sunday. No, they need to go to the Final Four every year, so uh, we shall see. Do you hold Golden? Oh, the bacon sizzling again. It smells so good. Oh, gosh. So good. so good. I got my I, – I, in fact, I brought my wallet <sighs> today because Tree will be here, and so I may have to go next door and get me one of those barbecues. I don't even know what's next door. There's a barbecue what time joint. Are we, what time are we diving into the sawgrass splashes? Oh, I'll, don't, don't tempt me, buddy. Yeah. Catch I mean, a little, catch a little radio, go go. Some juice. of that may be happening right now. Who knows? I had a cup my, yesterday. It could Did be you? in my tumbler. I have a. Right hey, now, I looked for you at the flagpole cup. yesterday. I didn't. Hey, see listen. I, by the way, I heard that. I heard that. I was not proud of what was going on there. And and JJ, just for future reference, okay, this happened at this very golf tournament some 10, 12 years ago uh-huh. when it was put in edict in stone, yeah. not not suggestive. Uh huh. It became rule of law. Yeah. No fighting after 50. 100%. So you can't be goading guys into flagpole meetings <laughs> when it was established on these very grounds. It was. That there's no fighting after 50. Because I'll beat so. an old man up. Yeah. I have no issue with that. I don't think that you'd beat Dan up. <laughs> I, and that's sad commentary on society, you, me, everyone. I really don't. <laughs> Are He's, you serious? No. I, I know. Oh, I, I, I am serious. Uh, he might. Now, you have quit smoking. So that'll I'm help. Nimble. I have a great jab. I don't think the jab will matter. He's like that guy. Dan is like that guy. You hit him in the face with the bottle and he gets like back sneers. Up. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> if I put liquor in my guy, you you wouldn't beat him. You may like beat him senseless, but you won't beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like that, on that fun note, we will leave the. Yeah, we have a prize. <laughs> and Celtic games. Yes. Just so we're clear, there is no Kevin McHale there this week. I'm yes, not Celtic, exactly yeah. 100% Celtic. sure of that. Yes. They are missing a golden slogan. Get your kilt on. That's what they should be doing this whole week with the Celtic games. You're welcome. The whole restarting has flummoxed Donna Murphy, by the way. Since I got here this morning, she just can't understand how round one is on this hole at this well, time, and round I, two is at this one. She started peppering me with questions. I, I looked at her like, uh, like, like Bones looked at you when you asked Phil for an interview once. Now they have Justin Sub at six under. Yeah, because he just made a birdie he on the hole they started. But they're not telling me... That they still have him at eight fifty one. I'm so confused. That's his next that's tee his, time. I know. Oh, that's well, his two yeah, second that's round that's starting second, time. That's his second round. It's so confusing. <laughs> the shot link. Well, don't worry. She's it's, here. It's really, really. You could be confused her. with her in just a minute because no, she's going to tell you who's doing what. Well, the good, no, the good news is that and this is one of those rare cases that involves right. anything between me and Donna is that I understand perfectly. She oh. doesn't get it. She's <laughs> the other way around. Oh, I don't so know confused. what you're telling me, Donna. But so uh, the spot will run on Tuesday. Correct. What? Who? What? I did what now? I thought I recorded it. All right, Donna Murphy's got scoring updates. Caller uh, number two for the Celtic game, 641-1010. We're live at Sawgrass.
Oh, they'll be running down a dream this weekend. Someone will. Chad Ramey ran one down through round one at the eight under par. We're joined now by the tournament's executive director, Jared Rice, who's going to immediately update us on the weather. And it does look like there's good news as far as what you guys would, would legitimately expect uh, to arrive. Can I ask a question? Why is everyone standing all I'm of a just standing just standing because I, I want this, this chair. Jared, is, this chair is hurting my butt. Oh, okay. That's why so I'm you standing. stood. Yeah. Jared is standing. I feel just, like that's who I'm is. about to sit down. And yeah. I was going to no, be No, like, go ahead. I, if right. I sit down, I'll be looking up at you. It's uncomfortable. I don't know. So keep, maybe we'll just. Keeps we, we, us we, in a power position. We've connected much. Clo- I mean, we've gotten much yeah. closer. In the we have. The last it's month, been a good three days. If you sit down, I'll sit down. Okay. All right. I'll stay over there. I'll maintain the power position of the of this segment. Okay. You guys can defer to me if you have any questions on anything. <laughs> then I need progress. <laughs> so uh, you get thirty Welcome seconds back. on weather. Go, yeah, let's go. It's uh, more than thirty. No, 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 we'll be we'll be all right today. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah, Jeff was. Uh, you know, I go to weather.com. He says he's got a staff of thirty people. Weather.com. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, come on. I mean, you don't watch the Weather Channel. <laughs> Am I been wrong? Is that not where I should have been watching, Dan? The Weather Channel. Is that not uh, accepted? Forecast material. It's the Weather Channel. That's, that's good. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. St- better not. Sports. Better not rain it too. <laughs> better not rain it too. I'm gonna come find you. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so we have. We do have. Uh, it's not a staff of thirty, but uh, <laughs> okay. given that we are an outdoor sport, there mm-hmm. is a full time meteorologist. Yeah, sure. Tour. Makes sense. So, anyways, we're. Um, Question: Does yes. said full-time meteorologist yeah. travel the tour with the tour, or does said full-time meteorologist work out of one place? Uh, travel. So they'll, travel they'll leapfrog. So there's okay. a couple of them that. Right. Will, I mean, we have Dan. We have six tours globally, and uh, all played outside. <laughs> and uh, we need to be able to know when to get people and players on and off the course. Seriously, Jeff. Uh, trivia question: Can you name the six tours globally? Um, are we really going to do this? Can he can. name the five counties in Northeast Florida? The six tours, <laughs> uh, the six tour that all San fall Marco. under the PGA Tour umbrella. Yeah. So the World Tour wouldn't be under your umbrella, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God. Let's, the, let's keep. Yes, I can. The Canadian, the Canadian tour, Mackenzie, you the, got it. The Canadian tour, yeah. the Latin American tour, Ding. That's the two. the Asian tour, or is what's it called? It's not called that. It's no, called the. Um, I, okay, what are the rest? Uh, Champions Corn Ferry PGA Tour. Corn Ferry for sure. You know, Champions uh, for you sure. Listen, yeah. that, that's that, it. The Those fact, are the six? That, that, that's it. Oh, Those are the, okay. I mean, you, you, you did well. We didn't need to go, you know, yeah. east. Correct, anyway. correct, correct. All right. <laughs> you did well. You did well. But, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, awesome day yesterday. We're off to a good start this morning. See yeah. how I'm trying to move this segment We're punchy, Jim. I have a question. I have a question for you. I, this is not a player, you know, the player's situation. This is a yeah. PGA deal. But what what can we do, we do should be done – to allow all the competitors, assuming Mother Nature isn't a factor, to get to perform under the same parameters as everyone else. Why does Chad Ramey get to go out on his heater, play his 18 mm. holes, finish eight under par, yet Justin Sub, by no no fault of his own, has to pick up his round in the middle of the green on 16 and have his, his momentum, his role, his day completely you know shut down for 14 hours? It seems like pace of play is not being... Infor- I don't know if it's enforced or being viewed importantly enough, but I think that is a that's a competitive issue now. We're beyond. To me, it is. Well, I, would, I, I think um, just where you're, go- I think where you're going here, we we didn't finish yesterday. Correct. But it, it was it was, and I'm going to tell you, it's due to darkness, and so a couple. It's, so it's other factors. Okay. So we have 144 players in our field. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're before daylight saving, so we have um, ah. less less total sunlight at this period of time. 
and um, you know when you put those factors together, and you just can't. They can't just, on a beautiful it, day, you're not going to get. I mean, if get you, it if, in, if we I mean we look at the because we blame because this is all fine, but we blame Jordan Speed. So, if to, but, but here on this radio <laughs> program, it's his fault. I, I, I can assure you that. Listen again, I am I am not in the rules committee meeting, and uh, so I'm not going to comment on sure on, on I hear you know, what may or may not have happened. Truly, but you know, again, if we look back at uh, since March. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're uh, 2020. Obviously, we we had we had the COVID year, but um, I think we've n- not finished, finished a full first, first round, or second yeah. round I because of how many players we have in our field. Ah, uh, so what I did think was interesting because I was uh, you know looking at and, and some people text me. There's like, hey, why is the first round being you know finished at 7:40 and the second round starts at 6:50? Did that co- come up? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great question. Yes, and so great um, question, what, Donna. What, what I she still <laughs> has to figure out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this one. We're not going to make a guess. Uh, the, <laughs> we're not gonna make a guess. Pop quiz. So, so uh, basically three groups on front and back because we split tees um, are still on the course. So 16, 17, and 18. And then we have groups on 7, 8, and 9. So what will happen is is you'll get the 650 normal second round start going off of 1 and 10. Right. And be able to bring those three groups to 16, 17, 18, 7, 8, 9 so right. that when they finish uh-huh. – they're in close proximity to their second round time, so they don't have to, you know. So they are trying to twiddle their help thumbs. those guys in that. Oh respect. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, for sure. But but in, but in terms of, um, I mean, that's just again, that's a result of daylight and the size of our rub field. of the green, as that's, we say, if you're playing kind of how it goes. Yeah. Just like you know, just like from a, a condition perspective, you're going to have guys and. You know, they go off and it's uh, I get that. wind. I get that. All that. This so. one seems more avoid. Those other things, again, they're Mother Nature inspired. They're not avoidable. It yeah. is what it is. That This is avoidable to me. I mean, and, and if there's enough daylight. Yeah. That's right. really what it boils down right. to. Are we poised for a great weekend here? I think so. Once this, we get a little bit of rain through. But, I mean, honestly, if you come out now, you could spend the whole day here. And you can, I mean, I, what what are they saying? Five o'clock? Yeah, five-ish? about five, yeah, five six yeah. o'clock. The rain, rain. There's the rain. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll go through tonight. I think they're saying between 10 and midnight. A little chillier so. and beautiful this weekend. It'll be great. It will. It will. Yeah, it's, it'll be it's, great. It's great. And the overcast is great until the rain, mm-hmm. if and when it does come. The overcast is good in the meantime, at least for me. I love it. And I also think that, you know, for everybody that um, when you look at what may, you know, may get showers at, you know, mm-hmm. between – you know, Clear it out and, and four and six stagger the, stagger the traffic a little. Well, let's also remember that this is a lot different than six and a half inches of rain in thirty six hours. Oh, you think? You know, thirty six hours, uh, fifty mile, you know, fifty degree temperature drop, thirty mile hour. Gusts. Oh, yeah. The, the, when we talk about weather, way too it's, much it's, weather talk here. It's, it's a, it, this is things that happen in March. I'm over my thirty seconds. Yes, <laughs> weather. Um, but anyway, so just come a little earlier. It's yeah. going to be a great day. The, yeah, you know, guys are just um, you know, going to be out there grinding. I, I'm to, sure it's always them. interesting the first couple of days because you've thought of everything before it starts, but yet some things will come up, right? So always you're constantly do. dealing Curveball. with something, yeah. mostly small, but there's mostly always small. something yeah. that you, we're, we're you definitely handle now things. and file away for the next year. And that's how yeah. they keep doing it. Yeah. They just yeah. look what they do. Yeah, That's uh, the 24, the 2024 thing. file is absolutely – we started that uh, a couple of weeks ago, if not earlier. But yeah. um, anyways, people have had a blast. It was a really good start to the week. And um, yeah, How are the uh, – The first thing in the meeting was, hey, uh, next year less than 10. <laughs> how are they have to go on every day? How are the how are the uh, how was the crowd yesterday? Was it, it was a good crowd? Yeah, it was a good crowd. We had uh, almost thirty thousand. So, okay, uh, twenty seven and change. Oh wow! Um, so I think we'll 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 beat that today. And, yeah, um, Friday yeah. Saturday are usually the to me is, is, is Saturday that, bigger than Sunday crowd wise? So Saturday is usually bigger. When I was talking to someone about this, because um, that's what I get the request for Saturday, 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 Saturday. I'm like, well, is look, that new announcing the attendance? 
we usually We've always done that? You don't if know. You ask do him. You? If you ask him, he'll tell you. Oh. That's what we did. Yeah, we, oh, good. That's interesting to me. I, that's interesting what the, you want what me the to numbers <laughs> What would you cap it at? What's the net profit of the tournament? Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Do you want me to start giving the non answer answer, or do you want to have a discussion? <laughs> Bridge too far, Jeff. Got to swing. Just, can't just you know? let it happen, yeah, right? Can't just let it happen. Got okay. to swing. A we have about two hundred thousand over the course of the week, okay, but um, yeah, yeah. that's anyway. You. So, um, but your point about your point about <laughs> days. Um, yeah. So Friday has historically been this. All right, after you know eleven o'clock, it, it, you're not getting anything done in town. But you know, yeah, it's right. Uh, it'll be interesting with uh, a lot of people working from home today. Right. right. Um, how many come out a little bit early? Okay. Um, kids being out of school, so forth. But Saturday is a day that you know you'll have sports or something going on in the okay, morning and right come in the afternoon right. there's others that will you know have something going on in the afternoon for you know whatever slide out come early. in the morning yeah. so we see in this we call it backfill it's a again operational term but in the parking lot we'll turn over spots okay much more and on I, saturday and i think also from an overall traffic term. uh I like but, that yeah that was good drop that in yeah um eh. From a traffic perspective, the weekend is better, too, because you don't have kids going to school, people going yeah. to work. Yeah. Like, you know, today you're dealing with stuff, and there's, you know, this is already busy and active out this area of town, just doing what they got to do day to day. So that helps a little bit on the weekend. Well, and, and again, on the traffic perspective, um, having uh, you know, St. John's County Schools uh, is being in service yeah. day and effectively yeah, they're start, off today. the start true. of their spring break oh. was very helpful because if you're coming in from yeah. Nocatee, yes. for sure. you're gonna you would pass four schools. If you're yes. coming south, that's, you're passing two uh, my point. PDP, yeah. you know, so yeah. it'll be a little bit smoother from nice. a traffic perspective. Cool. So yeah. Well, well, well another well. great job as always. Yeah, I appreciate how you, man. Picks, how are your picks doing? Who's, um, uh, can't I, lay even. I had Scheffler. He's He's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's Did you it's have uh, Scheffler or Rory? I had Rory, man. That so I had Scheffler. <laughs> I have Scheffler. Yeah, I was watching what's going on. Okay, I do have Scheffler. Then I've got Scheffler in, yeah. the, in the brunch. Bed, yeah, which I, I got this is good also. news for me. Good. Can good. you get Scheffler home for me, Jerry? Yeah, I'll, we don't I'll, ask enough of it. Actually, just get me, that, get me home. That's what I was doing. I was getting that on the list. I want to also go ahead and apologize in advance for your beautiful. I'm just going to traipse mud all over your beautiful facility. Right. That's our. We've we we will recover. It'll be just fine. It'll look it'll look great on Saturday. All right. Well, Sterling. A, a job as always. It's, it's always good to keep up with you over the course of the year. Another Thanks for having well us. Done. We're looking forward to the Appreciate weekend. Appreciate you. Well, thank you for being here. Let's have a great weekend. Yeah, yeah man. Merry guys. Right. That's it, Jared Rice, and we'll be back with more next GFL Friday on the drill. All right, we're back live. Round two with the players is underway. Scoring updates three times an hour here on 1010XL all day long. That includes Donna Murphy out here uh, with us this morning. ET's out here. Dan Hicken out and about right now doing a little. Uh, moguling, you know, it it, it uh, flashed in the news this week you know, over the course of the last week that the PGA Tour will be kind of amending how they do business starting next year with eight events that will be a more limited field and will have no cut. And there's some blowback against that. There's uh, also a support. The reason behind it is when a marquee event comes to your town, you want to be sure. We just heard from Jared Rice. What did he just say is the most popular day? Uh, day uh, out here. JJ, what day was it? ET, anybody remember what he said? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday it is. And guess what is now very likely going to happen this Saturday? Guess who you're not going to be able to come see play if things play out even anywhere close? Rory McElroy. And so somebody explained to me how it's good for the game, the sport, uh, the fans, or the tour if Rory McElroy's not out here tomorrow. Right? There's no answer. There's no good answer to that. Meanwhile, let me take you to, 
you know, world rankings from 79 to 144, however they play out here. Let me tell you how many people are coming out to watch any of those dudes play this weekend. With all due respect to Chad Ramey, I'm sure his family will enjoy following him today because there ain't no golf fan coming out today to figure out where the leader is. So this is kind of an example of, of, of what practically it means if you have a no-cut event. If you have a no-cut event, it means if you're coming out here tomorrow for your one and only day and Rory McIlroy is your favorite golfer, you get to see him play tomorrow. And by the way, this just in, if you're top 78 in the world, if you're Rory McIlroy, you're one of the few people here who could go from missing the cut to coming into contention. You know, say Rory yesterday was four over. Say he almost makes the cut, but he doesn't. And let's say the leaders after today are at seven under par and Rory misses the cut at plus two. He's one of the few people in the world that could come out and go 64-63. Thank you very much. Biggest comeback in tour history. So just kind of the counter argument to, well, that's not golf. Or uh, now you're just doing what you, you know, complain about other tours trying to do. No, that's the practical side of it. And so uh, unless Rory McIlroy goes out this afternoon and has one heck of a golf round, if you're coming out Saturday or Sunday, you're out of luck. If it was Rory you were hoping to see. And it may be – you know, that wasn't it. All right, I've been uh, sticking up for my, for my guy, uh, Justin Suh, this morning, who I see has now, what, finally finished his round. He got back to five under par total. He started today on the 16th. Oh, he had to pick up on 16 at five under with an eagle putt. He ended up birdie in 16. It looks like he's gone uh, par bogey in some order on the last couple of holes. And so, Suh, we can finalize the first round leaderboard. He'd be in a tie for third with, you know, again, names that are going to find it hard to – to maintain with the competition and the stress and the pressure that's coming, the difficulty as well, uh, over the next couple of days. Chad Ramey and Ben Griffin and, and, and Taylor Pendrith um, are going to be uh, going to have their work cut out for them. I see that uh, Jordan Spieth and Victor Hovland have both made early, early birdies this morning to get up to, uh, uh, to minus four and a tie for six. So... Uh, those and all scores will be passed along to you, just giving you kind of a feel of what's going on out here today with uh, the second round of the players, which is underway. All right, um, there's nothing like combine scheduled in the next couple of days. There are no specific on-field, on-campus workouts for prospects. Uh, the teams haven't started bringing uh, prospects into their own facilities to work them out. There's no all-star games this weekend featuring former college football players yet this is about a 72 hour period that will greatly influence the Jaguars and other teams around the NFL and their draft plans greatly influence by Tuesday morning we could very well have a much better idea about the draft plans of the Jaguars and and others even though there are no prospect evaluations scheduled and nothing among the the, the, the draft eligibles will change much in the next 72 hours. You see free agency is about to start. And so the Jaguars' plans, the when it comes to draft day, when certain positions or players need to be targeted, well, that's going to be affected by Jawan Taylor entering free agency. By, is there a market out there for Arden Key? Are there... You know, they're, they're, look, there's a select number, right? I believe we ended after the, the franchise tag. I think they had nine guys still left who were free agents, and a majority of those are more those, you know, the Trey Herdens and, you know. But 
you know, what happens with like a guy like Dewey Wingard who's become a fan favorite and who has has you know filled? He made one of the biggest plays of the year when he punched that ball out against the Ravens, right? That was one of those games they had to have. That was a huge play in that game that helped to get the Jaguars back in it. You know, how do the Jaguars approach some of their lower level free agents? Do do you get those guys to to resign with you? Do they get more money somewhere else and are they gone? Are we fine tuning just a little bit of personnel and chemistry? But uh, more importantly, based on who comes calling after your guys, that's going to put more or less emphasis. Does anyone think that there's any chance at all that Jawan Taylor is a Jag? I mean, can any can you see any scenario where another team, the Patriots, or the uh, I've seen the, the the Panthers, Falcons got a lot of money. Some team doesn't come and and you know offer him seventeen, eighteen million dollars to play the tackle position. Can you do that when you have two tackles? Nah, I don't think so. And I thought this since the beginning. I never thought that the Jaguars were going to end up with Jawan Taylor and Evan Ingram. In fact, if, if it's a matter of spending $16 million a year, I don't want to spend it on Jawan Taylor. As much as I like him, as good as I think he is and is going to continue to be, I have much bigger needs than for that kind of price tag. Give me a $15 million defensive end. I mean, I got Walker Little who can step in and play. But uh, I bring Taylor up specifically because he will be, you know, uh, the most coveted of the Jaguars free agents. And if we have news that breaks immediately early next week when the free agency period officially opens. Now, this is the weekend that they make it, quote, legal to tamper. So the negotiations are going to happen. And now when free agency starts, it's like, boom, it starts with an announcement, not with a visit. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if Jawan Taylor is in that category of, of players that, as soon as free agency opens, uh, we see movement on his end. Quarterbacks in the news. Jets say they're close, or they seem to be close to a deal for Aaron Rodgers. It, it seems to be more likely today than it was yesterday morning at this time that Aaron Rodgers will continue his career with the New York Jets. It's hard to, it's hard to get paralyzed with fear as an AFC contender ourselves by the prospect of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I think it's more likely Aaron Rodgers and the Jets miss the playoffs than win the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I you got you got fish to fry in this conference that include quarterbacks Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert in their prime. Far more scary, a far more real threat uh, to making a Super Bowl run than a 39-year-old quarterback, far from his prime, in a new situation, in a new town that I don't think is going to perfectly suit Aaron Rodgers. The New York media is different. So is Aaron Rodgers. So when different meets different in that, if Aaron Rodgers gets there, I mean, look, he's had to give the R-E-L-A-X talk to the Milwaukee media. All right? And he pretty much can control the narrative as a member of the Green Bay Packers. He's not going to have that luxury in New York. Later in his career with, again, the, the production not being there this year that we've seen in, in previous years. And now you're going to throw in that whole New York influence. So uh, it appears that Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. From our now Jaguar perspective, we can analyze every move that happens because suddenly we're good. We're a contender. And that doesn't move the needle much for me with Rodgers going, is he better than anything they have? You bet. Are the Jets a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers away from being a Super Bowl team? Doesn't feel like it to me. Well, it's been 35 days since Tom Brady retired, which means he stayed retired longer than last year. Well, I guess that's not true. I think it was 40 days now that I remember. 
So five days away to see if he can outlast last year's retirement. It, Brady has gone to social media to claim, you know, how happy he is being retired and that he won't play again. But a former NFL quarterback, Scott Zolak, who now does radio in Boston, he spent more than 10 years on the Patriots radio team, says he believes Brady will return and it will be in Miami. Brady may go to Miami. I think that's in play. I do, he said. I think the possibility of him coming out of retirement is definitely 100% in play. Well, gosh, possibility 100% and likelihood 100% are two very different scenarios and perspectives, no? So, um, I can't do this Tom Brady thing. If he does come out and sign with somebody, God bless you. Okay. I, good luck to them, too. I didn't see – you know, Brady and the Bucks didn't exactly knock down the door to the Super Bowl themselves this year. Nope. So, uh, so there's that. So, quarterbacks are, are certainly in the news. Uh, two old ones there with Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady. But free agency begins. I just don't know how active the Jaguars can be. You know, they've got some cash. I don't think we're going to be just absolutely – uh, silent and quiet, it, you know, there are columns that are popped up all over the Internet forecasting what teams are going to do in free agency. When you get to the Jaguar segment, they don't leave it blank, you know, so the team is going to try and, you know, move their money around and, and do as best they can to come up with, you know, what would be a good fit. And it depends on where you look. Different people forecast different things. We told you yesterday, I just don't know how in the world you can look at this Jaguars roster, its team, its future, and think that Mike Gesicki is the one free agent that you must get. But we saw that suggested yesterday. Looking at a column here on CBSSports.com, and this is one that makes a lot more sense. They have the Jaguars getting Cameron Sutton, a cornerback from Pittsburgh. A veteran corner makes a whole lot more sense to me than a veteran tight end. So is it Cam Sutton? Is it someone like him? They write about our Jaguars. The pass defense wasn't great last year. 28th pass yards, 19th touchdowns. Sutton would, cha- Sutton would challenge for one of the starting cornerback spots. Uh, Tyson Campbell or, well, never mind whatever I've told you. I'm reading a column that suggests that he'd have to beat out Shaq Griffin, who was heading into the final year of his contract. Um, let me just give you guys a little heads up. If you see this name anywhere on CBS Sports as you're reading, Jeff Kerr. If you see the name Jeff Kerr, I mean, I'm serious. If you're on CBSSports.com and you see the name Jeff Kerr, he is completely unreliable and, quite frankly, uninformed. (laughs) You just said the Jags need to get a tight end to replace a guy that we've all known was going to be released forever and was actually released yesterday. He released a column 12 hours ago after a guy who was already gone saying that maybe he would uh, replace him. I avoid Jeff Kerr. Alert. (laughs) Alert. Jeff Kerr thinks the Jags have Shaq Griffin in their cornerback plans. Alert. I apologize. Just wasted three of your minutes. Uh, more golf talk. Don has the very latest when it comes to the uh, scoring updates. We are going to uh, visit with a few folks here down the stretch that are so important to the other side of, of um, the, what this golf tournament means, the impact that it has on, on real people and in, in some real situations. So, We'll do that as well. Thanks for being up and at them with us. It is a GFL Friday on the drill. All right, welcome back. I was walking uh, over to do some TV, and I saw Max McGreevy three under. 
first timer. Oh, really? So congrats to Max. Wow, Hopefully, keep it rolling. Yesterday was is he must be having a good day today? No, I he was a nice I, kid. He sat right there yeah. in that chair you're in. I think he was two under. Oh, good for him. Uh, and now he's three under, but he's playing, so he's out on the court. I, I, so. I tell you what, I appreciate it about Max. If any of you out there, and I know a lot of you have watched the full swing documentary on Netflix, uh-huh. Max has got some Joel Damon in him. Let's just put it that way. Oh, okay. Kind of realizes it is what it is. Joel Doesn't Damon s- was not playing well. I went and watched him at number nine yesterday. He did birdie that to get back to three over. I don't know. I what bet he's... you those guys in that documentary have developed a little more of a fan base than they I had before, so. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so. So. Um, yeah, I was just looking through the score. It's amazing. What about the bean? How's he doing? We got a bean update? Oh, or? let's look at the bean. Let's see if we can find what the bean's doing. Bean's uh, out on the course somewhere. I can tell you, Spieth is uh, two under today, so and, five under now. Wow. Okay. What about Hovland? He got off to a quick start, too. Yeah, and J-Day also got to four under, I okay, think. Okay, good. I have J-Day You're going to have to go under par. if you. Uh, the bean is one over through two, so he's one under today. Yeah. It looks like they're just like they did yesterday morning. They're coming out scoring. Yeah, you better you better. These get, afternoon guys need to have some – yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get under par if you want to be around because were you yeah. here yesterday afternoon very late or did you get no. out here relatively early? Uh, did the wind one. blow yesterday afternoon? I couldn't tell. It's because it's blowing this morning more than it was yesterday morning. Yes, yes. and and Kevin, Captain Kev, mm-hmm. you know, fishing and weather can share that 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 focus on the weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, fishing and golf can share that focus on the weather, and 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 he said, yeah, the winds are going to be some serious business tomorrow and Sunday. Well. Today, uh, it's coming out of the southwest, Jeff, at 5 oh, to 10. Oh, is that right? Is that from and, Beatonball? Yeah, nice. uh, 5 to 10 mile an hour, but it could gust up to 15 to 20 a little bit later, but those are just gusts. So is that right? There's a little bit of wind right now. You can see, if you look at the treetops, you can see the wind blowing a little bit. So uh, definitely more than yesterday, though. And the, and the course, you know, gets harder. The greens get less receptive uh, as the week goes on, so... Scores inevitably will go up some. The the tours and Jared Rice, who joined his perspective, seems to be nonplussed about delays, about guys not finishing. And I get, it doesn't affect the fans, and it doesn't affect the pace of play today. Yeah. What it affects is the players themselves. If they don't get done today, you got to stay all the way until tomorrow, even if you don't make the cut. That Ooh, would stink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if I'm Aaron Wise today, I'm playing as fast as I can and just getting the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, Aaron had a tough round yeah, yesterday. Yeah, hit three in the water on 18. I mean, I played a lot of bad golf. Kind of golf. went 10-cup. I played a lot of bad golf at the players here for years. Never put three in the water on Good 18. Good news there. for Aaron is he's already out this morning. So. Never made a 10 on 18 either, I swear. I played it 100 times. Never made a 10 on it. I've had some bad holes. I've had some bad rounds. Never put it in the drink three times and made a 10. That's hard to believe. And he made, he made a mistake off the get-go. He could have gone up about an extra 40, 50 yards on a different tee, but the rest of them never even cleared the water. So it was in the – he went through a sleeve of balls, Hick. He did. Our friend I mean, Russell Knox is not having a good tournament. Well, either. you know. I mean, I, I got a, a, a carpenter, you know, a, a tool salesman from mm-hmm. Marietta, Ohio, staying at the Marriott that's not going to make a 10 on that hole, Hick. Yeah. Well, He's not going to go through a sleeve on 18. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw our boy Nick Watney. He, he would just let him have some troubles on a hole, too. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I was thinking, there's so many names out here that we follow for years, and, and it's like, guys, Ham and Eggers, and I say that with all due respect, they're great golfers, but, man, I think the goal for, like, the Joel Damons of the world is, man, just keep that card and keep going year to year to year and get what you can, because at some point, you lose eligibility, man. Well, and this is a year that, and look, the players, there's always, there's so many good golfers, and it's such a top-heavy sport. Outside of the 10, 15 guys, no one is super, super relevant, so... You know, I'm with you. You almost ask a question. How is how is Nick Watney in the field? Yeah. But then you realize, well, you got to go 140 deep, and this would be a year where it stands out a little bit more because there are, by world rankings, there are probably 15, 20 of those guys that went to live that would. 
be qualified for the tournament. It doesn't mean that they would be front and center. I mean, outside of Cam Smith or Dustin Johnson, but from the overall field, you know, all the Leishmans and answers and, you know, Europeans, they would all be here at least. So it is going to put some names at the bottom. I, you know, I don't know if some of these guys are – or in the event if they are, and we'll see, you know, how much, if at all, they can take advantage. So I saw a uh, couple couple guys uh, said hello to me as I was walking back over. It's their 40th players together. It's pretty cool. Wow. So they've, they've come to 40 straight players, and, um, yeah, kind of neat thing to see. With, and that's one of the cool things about coming out here with the fans and such, you know. So they, they – they, uh, you know, just hanging out and, and, and come out here and do their thing. So, uh, see, I've already seen a lot of people here. Today. It's going to be a busy Friday and Saturday, I suspect, out here. So, it should be, should be a lot of fun. Other things going on in sports is we, uh, we talked a lot about college basketball earlier. Um, oh, my goodness. What's wrong? Got this picture of Brandon Linder. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Former Jag center. You know, when you retire as a lineman, you go one of two ways. You either get really big or really little. Yeah. Yeah. Which way did he go? He went slim. Yeah, I could. I would have guessed slim. <laughs> I would have. I would have guessed slim. Yeah, he looks great. What a difference! I mean, my gosh, the fish he's holding is as big as he is. Let me see that again. <laughs> I guess he's is he still here? Yeah, it's yeah. A snapper. Yeah, he loves it here. It's actually kind of a small fish, but he's, yeah. that tells you how thin he is. Man, he is a thin I, man. I, man, I look. <laughs> I I would be terrible. I would be terrible on any of these selection committees. I would be. I would be. I would be, to your point. I don't even know if it's elitist or not. I would put a team like North Carolina who won 20 games and who made it into the, um, you know, all the way to the championship game a year ago. No, uh, They would be in my field. It wouldn't be the seventh-place team, Wisconsin, from the Big Ten at 17 and 14. Right. Or Penn State. I don't understand. I have the same crew of guys. Like, they returned almost everyone. They right. made a run. They have that. Does that not prove? I mean, does it always have to be like limited to like this stretch? Yes, this year. Yeah, I, they yeah, won twenty games. Did they have to win more than twenty? I don't know why they're. Well, I guess they had no big wins. I right? guess. Well, I mean, they they had twenty of them. Well, you know my theory. Is I, I feel like I feel like I feel like the Big Ten gets much more respect than other conferences in basketball, like the SEC does in football. That's what I feel like. I guess the reality is this. If North Carolina went in, you would never predict it. Would you be shocked? Would you bet all your money against them making a run to the Final Four? I'm not predicting no. they would. Would it be out of the I realm? Haven't, of, I okay, haven't watched. Okay, no, but my point is there will be 30 teams or more yeah. that are at large from big conferences yeah, that, who have no chance to do that. Well, there, no prayer. a lot of AQs, too, and those guys get, get – I'm not talking know. about the AQs. Yeah. I'm talking about – Wake Forest going to the tournament instead of North is Carolina. Michigan getting in? No. No. 17 and 15, 11 yeah, exactly. and 9. No. Shouldn't get in. No, is Penn no. State getting in? Yeah. Right. Rutgers getting in? Yeah. Okay. 19 and 13 all I know. I'm saying, North Carolina 20 and 13, give them to me all day long. I bet you if North Carolina played Rutgers in the first round of the tournament, they'd be Ohio State. They were no good this year. Wow. Did they lose yesterday in the Big Ten tournament? I think they won. I think they won again. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they may have beat Penn State the first game. Or Wisconsin, maybe. 
Yeah, I think they beat Wisconsin. That's just a lot of middle around. If you're going to give me a middle brand team, I don't know. I'll take the one that started the season number one in the country. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you had a high opinion of them. Yeah. Have they lived up to it? No. You're letting 68 teams in. I think you let in the one that you had a high enough opinion you think they might be the best team in the country. That's all I'm saying. Maybe this is unique to this year, and I would say the same thing if it were Arizona and not North Carolina. I don't know. But you went to the championship game a year ago. You were picked number one in the preseason. Did you live up to being a number one team? No. Did you live up to being a top 68 team? Maybe. Lost to Iowa State. Lost to Alabama in overtime. Lost to Indiana. Lost to Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm trying to see what their marquee. Those are pretty good losses. They I mean, beat I Ohio think... State by five, but they were no good. They right. beat Michigan by four, but they were no good. Lost to Pitt. Uh... Lost to Virginia again. Average year, hundred percent. Lost yeah. to Duke twice. Average yeah. year. I get yeah. it. But I think they're. I think what hurts them is those early. Yeah. Not getting any. Not I guess. Getting any dubs. I guess. I, I still would. You know. Again. I. It's all relative here. Yeah. I. It wouldn't matter to me one way or another because nobody's. Yeah. Neither them or the others are going to do anything. Correct. So. But I, of all of them, I would say they have the best chance of doing something. Because that same group of players did last year. Yeah. Same one. Same guys. Almost to a man. Like, now, they're missing the big uh, – oh, who was the one? Luke – what was his name? Big white dude. They're missing him. He was a really good player. May. Yeah, May. Yeah. The guy that came – he transferred from where? Oklahoma? Is it Luke May? Is it his brother? No, his, I think it was no, just the Oklahoma brother. kid. What was that kid's name? The big old dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that who it, is? Isn't that who it was who had a real good tournament? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good shooter. You're right. Yeah. And so they miss him, obviously. But that's, I don't know, it's a lot of talent. I mean, look, the other side of it is it's, you know, bleep North Carolina. You had all that talent. You had all that opportunity. All year long, you, they've been kind of put in that you need to win right now for a while, and they haven't done it. So why would all of a sudden in the tournament where you need to win right now, they, they would? Is it important to you? Does it matter to you at all if, if Florida goes to the NIT? Uh, it doesn't matter to me, but if you like basketball, it matters because then I like to watch my school play basketball. So sure, well, that's why, what I mean. Why I, wouldn't I? I'm I, always for it. Yeah, I'm okay with it, but I, I don't know that they're going to get in at 16 I don't either. 16. Yeah, I don't either. I think they're on the NIT bubble. <laughs> I think they are too. 16 and 16, they would be on there, and you could probably make an argument if teams are really – if it's really important to them, you could make an argument that they might get shafted if Florida goes in ahead of them. I will say this, Florida's net ranking still, though, is about 60. You know, they have a high net ranking compared to what other NIT – now – do, do you do you grind that? It looks like they may be going OKV first. That's even better. Um, <laughs> inside the out loud. Yeah. All right, a couple things as we head to break. Uh, uh, JTB We're sharing Eastbound. guests here this week because it is what it is. JTB Eastbound is a parking lot, according to the text line. So that's no surprise. Yeah, folks trying get to get their way out here. E, do you have a giveaway now? I do. What do you have? I got a $15 gift card to the Goat Tapas and Bar. Oh. And I think I'm going to give away live. I'll be bopping around here. So, oh, okay. You know, if, if they, if see they me, find you, yeah. you have something to give to them. I got something to give to them. Okay, so uh, come find E. Uh, everybody knows who he is now. I mean, <laughs> so if you come find him, he will hand you, and you're kind and courteous. You he be- will. He will hand you a, a gift card. Don't 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 come on here with, with no manners now. No, no. Don't come on here. Keep your manners. And we'll talk some Iceman hockey when we come back and more right here on the drill. Crank it up, baby. We're live at the uh, stadium course. Not the only place there'll be high impact sport going on oh. this weekend. Huh? Oh. I mean, it's, it's always time to get downtown. The Iceman cometh. The Iceman are they're just they're. Icemen are red hot. We got the big enchilada on today. We got oxymoron working here. Andy Kaufman. Uh Oh. The owner. There you go. Big cheese. Yeah. 
What's up there, big fella? Hey, man, we're smiling ear to ear. Yeah, I first bet. Place, latest uh, in franchise history in a season. We've been in first, and team looks amazing. So uh, we're we're super happy. How are you guys doing? We're doing, doing awesome. great. You got a lot of good things going on though, right now, Andy. I mean, it could I, it, maybe it could, but I don't can't imagine it could be much better. Not only are you in first place, you're drawing huge crowds. Jacksonville's got hockey fever. You got the community igloo open and rocking and rolling. You hired I mean, the right coach. Yeah. It's not easy to do. Yeah, we like Luco, so yeah. we, we endorse him. So you got the right guy. Thank goodness. I'm glad you ran that past us. Um, <laughs> I mean, is, could anything – I mean, I guess there's always small things, but things are going great for the Icemen right now, aren't they? Listen, things are great. I mean, as you know, this is our hometown, right? So um, yep. we're super driven to bring the championship home here and – you know, guys look great, and, you know, Nick, the uh, youngest coach in the league, uh, you know, you could never tell. This guy's a future NHL coach, no doubt, but we, we would like to win the Kelly Cup with him here first. So that's- this, is all, this is all I know about uh, Luco. He was on, you know, you guys are doing great. You guys were winning, but, you know, you're in a very tough division, right? I mean, it's like yeah, all really is, good teams, right? The league is the division. And so he was on one week, this is a few weeks back, and he was – A few months back even. He was saying, man – he goes, uh, we're not playing good enough defense. We're not, and you guys have had some injuries, especially on the, on the defense. But he's like, man, we're not playing good enough defense. Blah blah blah. Then all of a sudden, I don't know what he did. It must be some sort of coaching. But all of a sudden, you got the the goalie of the week. You got you're beating teams two to one. It, it's like you ratcheted it up. So uh, he got what he wanted. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty amazing, and you know, I give him uh, tons of credit and the guys, obviously, right? Sure. The system. The system has proven to work. Like, we've actually, our top five defensemen at one point not too long ago were all injured. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, we, we'd sign guys from the uh, the level below, and they fit right in and right into the culture. And, um, you know, again, we're, you know, didn't skip a beat, the the new roster. So, um, yeah, super proud of them. I mean, you guys know, right? Like, you've been to the Igloo. I mean, you see how hard these guys work, right? Behind oh, yeah. The teams. It's just, um, to see them get rewarded like this is, uh, you know, it's just amazing. Speaking with the owner of the Iceman, Andy Kaufman. Andy, why has it been so successful? Minor league sports. Uh, the pie-eyed dreams of owners of minor league sports. It's a long list of crushed dreams, right? I mean, in different <laughs> sports, in different places, at different levels. Shoot, right here in Jacksonville. I mean, Dan and I have been here for 35 years. been 100 minor league teams in various sports. What has made uh, the Iceman is, as good and as solid an entity here as they've become? Listen, you guys know, I mean, we've all lived here for decades, so we all know how amazing Jacksonville is, right? And I think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a city and a community that if you love, it loves you back, you know? And I think that's been uh, what we've seen. I mean, we're, our attendance is up over, uh, you know, another 1,100 fans per game. Yep. Um, we're over 7,500 now, and, um, and again, that support means everything. And, uh, you know, obviously it provides sustainability and sustainable winning, allows us to continue to um, you know, do things in the community that we dream of, like uh, like the igloo, right? Bringing hockey mm-hmm. to the community and, and things of that nature. So um, it's just uh, the reason my wife and I want to. We're here for life. We made that decision uh, years ago. We don't want to go anywhere else. So um, just a special place. Well, Jacksonville is glad you did. He's Andy Kaufman. He's the owner of the Iceman. If you haven't been to the community igloo, process, I'm mean, home I'm tomorrow t- night. I, I, right, Andy? Got a home game tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah. We we sh- we sure do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and you got you got to go to this igloo and check it out. The facility outside of yeah, game day. They, they, yeah, yeah, I mean you can go there. Have it's a, it's got a sports bar in between two sheets of ice. And the other thing that they really wanted to do and that they've done a great job with is they've given junior hockey 
uh, a place up here where you don't have to drive to Orlando or because Fort Brian Furlan is the name we remember. Yeah, grow so up and do so that. <laughs> that that and that's been going great too, right, Andy? It's been amazing. I mean, if you yeah. go there on the weekend or uh, yeah, after school hours, it, it's just packed with um, you know with youth hockey players and tournaments. Uh, we had a tournament here a couple weeks ago. We had forty teams from uh, other cities and states coming right here to Jack to spend the weekend and uh, enjoy the facility with us. And um, I remember um, Dan. We gave uh, we gave Dan a behind the scenes tour. Yes. Not too long ago, and I don't know if you recall the uh, life-size bobblehead. Yeah, that we're very excited about. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the first one is actually going to be uh, revealed uh, not at tomorrow night's home game, which we're super uh-huh. excited about, but next weekend on the 18th, we'll be unveiling the first life-size bobblehead uh, in between periods at the uh, Iceman home game in the. They're, they're incredible. One. I can. I'm just <laughs> picturing. I, I, I'm having a hard time completely imagining it. Yeah. I think, eh? like, like, it's I, good stuff. I guess you don't put that in your backpack. I, <laughs> yeah, it goes in a trunk, right? To get yeah. it somewhere. Andy, I got one more question. I got one more thing for you. Are you like, as an owner, how, like, you own the team? So, what are your emotions as you watch games? Do you like, do you like try to? You know, I, I, I don't want to be too hands on, but I want to be hands on. Like, how do you attack it as the owner of the Iceman? Yeah, I mean, as you're talking about, like, during the game itself. Yeah, during the game and as an owner. And, I mean, I know you're such a likable guy, and, and, and you, I, I feel like you let the coach do his thing. But when you see something you don't like, do you, do you, do you say something? Or do you just kind of – like, how do you handle those things? I mean, there's been – you know, we're setting franchise records for wins. There's nothing I right. really <laughs> not like that's happening on the ice. But, right. but listen, my, my job is to give – you know, coach and the players and our front office, the resources they need right. to do what they're so good at, right? And, um, you know, and certainly there's a lot at stake, right, For from my position. Like, it's our hometown, it's our community, so we care about everything from a puck flying into the stands. I have, you know, my heart stops every time it happens. And, right. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we this is just, uh, it's, it's amazing. I have no complaints. Those guys are crushing it, crushing it. So. Cool. Congrats on all the success. We'll see you soon, and uh, let's go get ourselves a cup here in Jacksonville, and I know you're getting ready for the stretch run. So thanks, Andy. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. LGI, let's go. Yes. Ah, yes. Let's go Iceman. Yeah. I see that there. Also, uh, sometimes uh, he'll say LGM to me, though. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I like that. Mariners? Mariners fan, is he? No, no, oh, exciting. No. All right, um, let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back for our final hour of the program. It's a, right. it's a GFL Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about another side of this event and how – it's um, the the successes of this golf tournament mm-hmm. um, filter out to other aspects of our community, and we've talked about that a lot. We're going to get a practical example of that. By I'm always amazed by this, and I'll I'll tell him when he joins us. But we're about to be joined by a really really super smart guy. Yeah, and I'm always amazed at how many really super smart people listen to this dumb show. I feel like they can shut off their smartness. Is that what like, it is? Yeah. I, maybe that's what we're going to visit. I think with is what they do. I think they shut Dr. off. Dr. Larry their, Moss. It's like, look, i got to be smart for eight hours a day at work. Yeah. Let me listen to those two idiots. Yeah. And just kind of go down to their level for a little bit and let me relax. Yeah. That's maybe, my thought. Humble just, yourself. And yeah. Maybe it makes them feel smarter. I don't, or this, well, no, don't, our uh, next guy doesn't need that. Yeah. Like he could be, you know, Musk could sit down next to this dude and he wouldn't, he would, he would could Elon? feel smarter. Yeah. He's smarter so, than Elon? I think he's up there in that realm. Wow. I literally do. That's Again, a smart just guy. right. I mean, we got Doc Kevin Murphy's another one. Yeah. You know, he's a smart he, guy. he didn't, you know, he somehow listens to this dribble every day. Yes. He the, does. the amount of like super small, I mean, we've got mayors and important people that listen. I don't get it. 
So maybe we can d- dig into that. Weren't you more. valedictorian of your high school? I was. I, I am a smart guy, but I don't play one on the radio. <laughs> this is the drill. It's a GFO Friday. <laughs> What's the matter? Rain you guys in, man. Why? I get the two acclimations like yourself together in one room. I mean, yeah. on the one hand, you know, we have Dr. Larry Moss, who's, you know, like as smart as you get over at Nemours, yeah. probably degrees from 100 different states yeah. Yeah. across the world. Yeah. And then I got Dan trying to explain him how he's a professor emeritus. I was wondering that. if perhaps he could help me get the emeritus thing, okay. and then he was explaining probably to not. me what emeritus was, because yeah. I don't really know, but I thought it sounds cool. I see uh, Doc Larry every year at the Daly's Foundation event that I do. Oh, we raise good. money for Nemours, and what a, you know, uh, what, what a great – Icon it is to have in town. He's going to tell us a little bit more about that as well as Mm -hmm. uh, you guys being a part of of what's going on here this weekend. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to see you. Last year, I told you guys that you were my heroes, and (laughs) this was a fulfillment of a lifelong dream to be on the drill. Smart people love dumb people. I've determined that. (laughs) Doing it again, I'm playing with house money, so we can talk about anything you want to talk about. This this should be an annual event, Doc. As long as you come out here and we're out here, we'll always get together. Look, you hear names, and and this is fair. We're all guilty of this as you go around town. You hear names of, of, of different, you know, businesses or facilities or hospitals. Tell people real clearly what Nemours is, what you do, and just how vital it is here to our local community. Because I, I know, I, I've seen the examples firsthand as part of this fundraiser every year, but mm-hmm. for those that haven't. Thanks, Jeff. There's two things I would most like people at Jacksonville to know about Nemours. Number one is that we're headquartered in Jacksonville, but we are a national organization. We're in six states up and down the East okay. Coast. We care for about two million kids a year. Wow. And we have a national agenda to improve the U.S. healthcare system for kids and to make America's kids healthier. Mm-hmm. And second thing I'd like to say is that Nemours is in the business of creating health, not only delivering medical care. And while medical care is a really important part of health, Equal or more important is education and safe housing and food security and all of the other things that create health. So we're here for you if you're unlucky enough to have a child with cancer or a rare disease. But we're also here for every kid in this country. Well, that's awesome. It's, it's important because yeah. you, that can kind of get lost with the big examples, right, of a kid who beats a cancer who needed the help. And then you, you, you forget, like, the day-to-day boots-on-the-ground efforts that are going on everywhere. Did you tell me you are the – charity of the day tomorrow how did you phrase it exactly we are the the players generously uh designates one charity every day as the charity of the day and Mm -hmm. they were kind enough to make us charity of the day on saturday which as you know is a pretty big day out here so that is tremendous you know i I don't know exactly what that means in dollars it's a lot but Mm -hmm. but perhaps more important visibility and the opportunity to get the word out about things we care about and improving the health of kids is fantastic so talk about your relationship with the players and what you guys are trying to accomplish out here i love those guys literally they have been you know we have a lot of generous partnerships in our organization right this is really special and i you know down to the people that we deal with Mm -hmm. uh the dignity of the organization the integrity the commitment to the community so you know been a lot of challenges for the pga lately but 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 we're their friends and we're on their side and we're proud to be associated with them uh Larry, by the way, is a big sports fan. He was telling me out front that the hole-in-one yesterday, my man was 10 feet away. He was ah. out there out there when it happened. Do you, do you love watching the golf? I know you like to play golf. You love 
Love watching the golf? I do love that. And seeing Hayden Buckley's hole-in-one from 10 feet away oh, was wow. a real treat. And I, I kind of got the groove now that I've seen it. So next time I play 17, you I feel think like I'm, I'm dialed in. Yeah. So yeah. smart people are just yeah. like us, too, in that they see these guys playing golf. It makes you jones and want to play golf, doesn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Man, you leave here, and the first thing you want to do well, is go Because they go make hit it look ball. so easy. I was going mean, to say that. it's just effortless. And it just – then you go out there and – you grip the club hard, yes. and swing hard, driving it yeah. into the ground. <laughs> what is it about this, this this show that compels you to waste your twenty minute ride in listening to? <laughs> twenty. I, I've I've wasted way more than uh, twenty. I've, I've, right. I've wasted he's decades talking, listening. He's talking to this show. dirty to yeah. us, Dan. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Doc. Yeah. Thank you, Doc. <laughs> well, we appreciate taking your time for everything you do around town and, yes. and for Nemours itself. I'm glad you could take a few minutes here to. Anything you else you a, want to say? Because you, you, you've got the floor here. If there's any 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 last bit of uh, parting, maybe advice for us. We could probably use some well, advice, too. <laughs> well, uh, i got to thank you personally, Jeff, for all you've done oh, for well, us. Thank and, you, sir. And That's sir, what I was serving uh, a, digging a, for that. Daily's yeah. event. Yeah. And, nice and, uh, yeah. and so we're, we're just we're, uh, we're proud to be part of Jacksonville. We're mm-hmm. proud of our association with the players. And, and uh, to be able to use this community – as the headquarters to have an impact across the whole country, it's a real treat. So it's a special opportunity. Well, right, who's your golfer? Who do you? Who's a must-watch when you come out here that you want to see? Yeah, so I always like to see Rory. I okay. admire the strong position yeah. he's taken. He might, yeah. o- might only have one more day to see him. So <laughs> I, I, yeah. um, I, I'm liking Max's game a lot. So yeah. he, he was my, my pre, pre-tournament was pick. pick. That's a good so, one. So, uh, but but they're all a lot better than me, so I'll watch any of them. Yeah, the kind of guy here knows a little about golf. Listen, how about starting next Tuesday? We do a segment called Brunch with a Tour in which they ask us to pick a winner. I'm thinking about getting out, and you just be my guest picker. Yeah, guest week. picker. Yeah, I like uh, that. I'm in on that. He'd fill in. <laughs> he's uh, uh, yeah, he's just, just in touch with what's going out there. Yeah. You don't have to ask me so. twice on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Larry, we appreciate it so much. Not just for you, for what Nemours does. Absolutely. And, and um, always a pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for the support, guys. Great to see you, Doc. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, the players continues on. And, and Victor Hovland, who everybody thought was going to make some things happen, is making things happen. Uh, Don, I think he's at six under. He's about to tap in to get to six under. He, just he, a, he is at six under he now. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes, he, he is. is just a couple shots off the lead. I mean, Victor Hovland, who, you know, was struggling early and then got going sort of later in the day yesterday in his round, and he is going to be one of the forces – on the weekend, and he may be the guy who could, he's certainly a guy who could finally break through and win this big event. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if Victor Hovland's able to come through. And Spieth has bogey to go oh, no. four under, and he has now dropped, and he, as he hit it into one of those bushes, uh, so he now has to try to make it out of one of those hay straw bushes. Is it a bush? Well, no, I think he took two club lengths. Right. Oh, is that what he got? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever those, yeah, those those bushes over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are not good to go into. I've been in those, too. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the places that these golfers will never see on this course. (laughs) I... I, we poked fun earlier. I find it a despicable, despicable, embarrassing. I would have made him go home. This, this would have been the equivalent oh, of no. you, you know, Dan. How many kickers I've just left in the city we're in through the years? Oh yeah, right. Billy Cundiff misses a kick on the road in the playoffs. You can just stay here, buddy. You're not riding home with us, right? Aaron Wise is not allowed to play today. <laughs> you can't play here, friend. I don't know how you got in this joint, friend. but 
You just hit four in the water, three in the water, and made a ten. You, I'm sorry, you got to go home. Uh, withdrawal. I don't know what it is. Your back hurts. Yeah. You're, Aaron, you're out. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't let a guy who makes a ten play in the players. I just can't, can't do, do it. it. No. This is the best field in golf. These are the best golfers in the world. I, I got. I got hacking buddies that play to a 20 handicap. I'll go put them on that back tee at 18 right now, and they won't make a 10. Come on, man. So would your idea maybe maybe have a two-cut system? (laughs) Who, me? Yeah. Uh, No, I am just being (laughs) facetious. But nonetheless, I will say this. For everybody, for anybody who pushes back against the no-cut events, uh, tell the Rory McIlroy fans what a terrible idea it is. Yeah. Go ahead and tell them. This is a per- this is going to be a play out working. Maybe that's what Rory's doing. So that he can reinforce to everyone how what why these no cut events make sense. He right. decided I'll just go out that week and miss a cut and then people see what I'm talking about. Ah. Do you think Rory McIlroy misses the cut or makes the cut? He's four over par. So I think he's got to shoot a sixty seven. Is to that make. what is the cut it's right even. now? It's even it's around yeah. even, yeah. yeah. And, yeah I th- so and I think the scores will be uh, that rain's gonna come, it's gonna mess him up a little. Yeah. And Rory's got the afternoon. I don't think he makes it, dude. I don't, think, don't? He's, I don't think he's shooting 67 today. I mean, I'm just – I don't think he will. He Maybe yeah. he will. These yeah. guys, you know, the greats do, you know, what and when you don't expect them to. 68, 69, if the cut goes – maybe a 69, get one over maybe. If that that might do in. it. So, I think he'll – I mean, just, I don't know. I'm just excited to know that in the brunch of the tour, I actually did take Scotty Shuffler. I was sure I was, that I said he was going to win and never picked him anywhere. Yeah. So, that's good. I don't have that him. was probably where you said he was going to win. Yeah, I don't have him in our fantasy, though, which I don't understand. Why would I say he's going to win and yet play Rory? I do. Yeah, I played Rory. I'm a dodo. Oh, you switched it up. No, I didn't switch it. I just, whatever. I yeah. said, he, and I did the, the brunch of the tour before. I right. said who I thought was going to win, and then I didn't play him. That's just, like, dumb. I, I don't know how else well, to. It's a big mistake is what it yeah, is. Yeah, to explain it. It's just just dumb. I um, am interested in seeing what, what, what Holmes' plan is today. How he wants to approach watching this golf tournament. Okay. There's different ways to do it, right, Hick? I mean, yeah. I find sometimes I like just to bounce around between different places. Sometimes I'll get uh, caught up in the storyline of one particular golfer and follow him around. It's been fun to do that through the years, right? Mm-hmm. We've done it with Clark. We did it with uh, oh, Tyler Montgomery a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. McCumber, I mean. Tyler mm-hmm. McCumber, remember? Um, so we, we've done that at, at various times. Sometimes it's one of your favorite players, a big name. Maybe you want to go see Jordan Spieth play. I gotta be honest. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. mind if I'm home to go find me a place like that over there, Dan. You see that over there? It's like a nice little chalet, chalet looking thing. We'll mm-hmm. open to the public, get ourselves a seat, and just, you know, I'll tell you a fun shot I like. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if the tees change from day to day. They they weren't going for the green. That I, I think that's a mistake. Hole twelve. Like right. yesterday, they played it like 370 yards, and everyone was just flipping their three wood out there and having a little 70 yard uh, shot. But I yeah. like it when they put it up there to a, yeah, to a you distance. Got a risk reward. Yeah, that makes yeah. you want to, especially. And I would think that even from the further distance, those risk reward. Today's a fun day to watch because of this, Hick. You bring up a good point. Risk reward day, you see them going after stuff because guys are urgent to make the cut, uh-huh. right? You get to number 12 and you're three over par, right, what, what good does it do to hit? i got to put something on the green and try and make an eagle here, right? right. You, yeah. You don't you, – you, you're – like that urgency comes into play twice in an event, right? It could, and, and for a lot of people, it comes into play today, you know. And then similarly at the end of a golf tournament as you start to run out of time, you'll find yourself going for shots or angles that you might not normally go for. So – uh, Fridays are kind of a cool day. I think today is a day that we will see out of the gates Rory be very aggressive. 
That would be, be fun to watch. He's got to be. He starts on number one, right? Because they went up the back yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would expect Rory McIlroy, you get out here about 1 o'clock today, I think that would be a good one. Watch Rory for the first three holes, Dan, you're going to know. Because he's got a very – and I'm, as I'm sitting here, I'm going to guess that number two is going to be – kind of downwind for him a little bit. So that's a very reachable par 5 right out of the gate. you got the par 4 start, the, the par 5 that's reachable, the little par 3, and then the little par 4. you got to come out, really, to be honest with you, in those four holes and be two or three under par. And then, to your point, yeah, he is in the discussion trying to make the cut. He's yeah. nervous over here. He's got Rory. He needs to make a cut. I hate for you to get a, to get a zero this week. I mean, yeah, that would, that would really disappoint me. I don't you better know. go fire him up there. How sad I would be if he took a goose egg this week. I mean, that was just, yeah, that would be terrible not. What's the um, record for the most tour victories? What are you talking about? 82, isn't it? Yeah, right? Yeah. Tiger. It's tied with, uh, with Sammy. Uh, yeah. Sammy Sneed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Michaela Schifrin, did you see that? 86 mm-hmm. World Cup wins. It's yeah. impressive, man. Yeah, for sure. Ties uh, Ingmar Stenmark from 34 years ago. Isn't Michaela Schiffer the one that we pinned all her hopes on at the Olympics and then she choked like three days in a row and couldn't even make it down the hill? I know she's won three medals. Is that her, though? Wasn't that her this year? That sounds right. What's that, JJ? What sport are we talking about? Skiing. You know, man, this is the kind of (laughs) lack of diversity (laughs) that's killing the station. (laughs) You've got to stay alert, JJ. I mean, Michaela Schiffer, I mean, that's a big uh, name, buddy. you know, I mean, I'm sorry it's not NBA, JJ. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry it's not hurricane football. I mean, cripes almighty. Did, did he meet you at a flagpole yesterday? No, he no, didn't. Show. Show. I told Dan. I we said, Dan, we, we, don't made, fight we made a proclamation. Post 50. Out here years Can't ago. A Guggen wanted to come fight Dan out here one he did. year. And they were going to meet over at the, you know, trucks for t- taste trucks or whatever we were. Truth and is, I, we did meet. I didn't ever want to say anything, but I whipped his ass. No, was just no. like I was going to whip JJ's ass yesterday. Oh, JJ comes out says this morning, he could take me. <laughs> kind of drew my ire That's a little crazy. bit. Well, I didn't just yeah. come out and say says, that. says, I got Jeff a jab. That, I've know. got a jab, he told me. You guys are let, so That guy could hit me with it. a jab five times in a row, and I'd still come over there and <laughs> whip his you're ass. You're going to eat that. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, y'all got to stop. Do you remember nonsense. what the original beef with the Guggen was about years ago? Um, no idea. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I, no I, it, I, I, I think, think it was started some, with I think aging. it was something where somebody was making fun of me and I didn't like it. Does that sound that familiar, JJ? Right. <laughs> Dan doesn't always take well in that kind of communication. Those, those uh, conversations, per se. I kid because I care. By the way, yeah. I have a, a terrible news for oh, Donna. No. Jordan Spieth, double bogey, down to two under. Yeah. Oh, no. no. When you hit it into a bush. Speed time. It's not so much Don, it's Mama Don. Mama yeah. Don is out there. Speed right time. Right now is just right? sitting yeah. at Scream, home and screaming at the TV. Oh, she's yelling. Screaming. She might be throwing things. Yeah. Is she out there right now? No, no she's Oh, she just yesterday? Yeah. 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 Are they on TV? Uh, this is a dumb question. Yes. Are they on TV? On ESPN from the get-go? Uh, Plus. Oh, yeah. the Plus. So, so you got to get it dialed up. Got to some bucks down for that, yeah. Got to get it streaming there. Streaming? Streaming Willie I tell you what I always find. I love sitting where we're sitting. Because yeah. you get a you get a view of gin pop as they walk in. Yeah. It's amazing the variety of <laughs> outfits that people choose. Okay, you know what I'm saying. What about yeah. the, the guy who dresses like he's about to go play around? There's got you've got that guy. You oh, got yeah. other guy who dresses like he just came out of the gym. You've got I mean I've got a girl across the way that looks like she stole that that dress right from a hippie in 1970, <laughs> which is fine. It works for her. She looks good. You got others that have their golf. You got. Be, got, it's just, it's just I, got, a, I got Braves t-shirt guy across the way there. What a hero. The best dressed guy here, yeah. obviously. Braves t-shirt guy. I got no problem with that. Yes, yeah. that's, that's there, you know. 
That's the, there's guys here that are dressed like they just cleaned the garage. There's others that are dressed like they're teeing off at 1241 you know at the Valley. You don't see, though? You know what you'd huh? never see What's here? What's that? Blue jeans. Yeah, blue jeans and golf don't mix. You, you there never, are some here. That would be I a disagree. Good, I bet you if we go and search up, we could find that. I bet almost, you can't. There's definitely <laughs> a girl wearing some jeans. jeans. I, I I think the, the dude's got jeans on right there, you clown. Where? Right in front of us. <laughs> the water in his back pocket, bro. He's right here. I mean, like blue shirt, blue <laughs> we jeans. We have to go bro. far at all. Those are not really blue jeans. What are you talking Those about? Those are dungarees. Huh? Those are not really blue jeans. <laughs> dungarees. They're not blue. Just, Those aren't Levi's. Yeah, they're they're Levi's. Levi they're not blue. Yeah, those are blue uh, jeans. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's that's wearing, a lie. He's wearing blue jeans. That's a lie. Yeah. Have you found Cleats guy yet? Cleats guy. Here's what happened oh with Cleats God. guy. Cleats guy stopped because of soft spikes. Yeah, because we went soft spikes. Very few players can wear cleats anymore. So Cleats guy. Yeah, Cleats guy's funny because Cleats guy also not only is not only is he Cleats guy, but Cleats guy used to always choose if he had the option of walking on the grass or yeah. on the cart path. Yeah. He'd walk on the cart path so you'd know yeah. he was Cleats guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, so people wear cleats out here. They well, well back in the spikes. day, golf has yeah, changed. Golf, yeah. golf spikes used to be that there were no soft spikes. If you wore soft spikes, you were considered like, "What are you doing? That's not going to work." Right. All golfs had these little metal spikes. Uh-huh. So yeah, if you walked, it's like going to a baseball. Shout out to my man Sam. I am SDSK used to wear them. Sam. Uh, Sam was a cleats guy. Sam was a cleats soft guy. I'm not going to accuse him of aiming for the sidewalk, yes or no. But yeah, he was a cleats no, guy. No, but he was definitely. A He'd soft. wear the golf shoes. Yeah. yeah. You know. In case the tournament breaks out at the turn, you know, you're ready. You're prepared. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You never know if they're going to call you out there and yeah. have you swing. I don't think I, I – well, I do know. I've never been cleats guy. I find golf cleats to be uncomfortable unless I have to wear them. Okay. Especially the old ones. Like when you had the hard cleats, what it took to keep them in the sole of the shoe, when you stepped down into your shoe, you kind of feel where those cleats were implanted in the you bottom. Knew where, you knew where the Just cleats Just like were. when you wear football cleats, uh-huh. right? You can feel them sometimes. Yeah. Whereas today's golf – Shoes are just like I can hold this up, and you'd have to guess. What's the name golf of the shoe place? Or not. So you that's a golf no, shoe? No, it's not. Oh, but that's my point. Yeah, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Yeah. What's right. the name of the place we're at here? This is the uh, Sawgrass, Sawgrass Square. Square. Sawgrass Square. We are the mayor of the square. We've been <laughs> glossed. Yeah, I yeah know. we weren't here for that. The mayor of the square. I, you're the Duke of Pablo Bay. I wasn't sure if Mayor and Duke if they conflicted. Mm-hmm. If we had a Markle situation going on, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we just you know accepted that title or not, but yeah, the mayor of the square uh, right here at Sawgrass Square, just inside uh, D Love Three. I'm starting to worry about Holmes a little bit, Uh-oh. and I'm hoping he didn't get on a shuttle that took him out to you know the first tea facility in Brentwood or somewhere. I don't Could know where he been. is. I, no telling. I, I'm assuming if you hop on a shuttle and knock a tea, they don't give you options. They just come here to kick out the door. I don't know where. I don't know if that's out by 17. If it's over here at the media center, I, you know I have to put it out an APB. Shout He's not out, getting any younger. Shout out to Jacko uh-huh. and his his shoe wear today. What's he got? He got Some like sort a, of like Indian. Yeah. Uh, the old man loafers. Yeah, he wears moccasins is what he wears, yeah. He got, he got Native American, loafers. He blows like the Seminole <laughs> Thank wind. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. Okay, all right. Native American. Yeah, he blows like, blows like the Seminole wind. Look at, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got, look at these guys. He doesn't even know we're making look fun of them. Look at this Motley Crue. There's a bunch of Tim Aquanic guys. Oh, look at these oh, guys. Look at that. Look at them. Look at that. Look at that hardcore drinking right now. Look at them. They're just. Yeah, I'll They're take just one. Deep you, into the yeah. hey, y'all, got, y'all got some Hennessy. Yeah. 925 a.m. Y'all got no Hennessy, right. huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. No 925. Hennessy. Right into oh, it. It's perfect, man. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got a smorgasbord of, of, of clients here, man. This is client service. We got, I mean, we got the owner and proprietor of Catlin Truck Accessory. Who can we you got, count on? We got Beatrice Plumbing over here. We got guys that have come and gone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all all look like y'all shoot about 80. Uh, 80. Try about 75. They look, look like they're shooting yeah. 80. Uh, 
That's good. That's good people right there. If you run into these uh, chaps today, then you, yeah. you, you had good luck. You get had a picture. Good fortune. Get a photo. Uh, yeah, get a photo. That's good. News. <laughs> there they go. That was it. That's it. Just that's a little drive tut by. there. Did you see little little tut? Where's little tut? I'm right there. Tut. Yeah. What's up, tut? They let tut run with that group now. Yeah, tut's in that oh, group, man. man. He is. <laughs> Don't They're tell the kids. Jags. Look at him. Don't tell the Jags. Look at little tut. We once did a, a sports final TV show from little tut's living room. <laughs> yes, we did. He, he won a contest. I think big tut won. Right, his big brother. I think his brother won it. Yeah. Little tut, honestly, that kid was running around. He was like ten, wasn't he, Hick? He was younger. He was a mess. It was like the Brady. But we did this this uh, years ago. We did sports final the TV show. We did a contest one year where we would come do the show from your house. Well, they, I can't remember what the, but they won. And so we went to their house and that Tut uh was a, you know, was like 10. It was his brother was like a senior in high school who actually won the contest. We did it right there from the living room. (laughs) Did it right from their house. (laughs) It was wonderful. Sure did. Mrs. Tut was a wonderful woman. Wonderful lady. It was a beautiful house. It was great. Great house. The Drew have been changing the game. Yeah, and and, and there's Tut all grown up there sucking back beers 930 in the morning. Buying you a beer. Yeah, who knew what would have happened back in the day. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, take a break. Make uh, Keep it rolling right here. We're live. Stadium course. Donna has updates. Jacko's in the house as well. Everybody's. Coming out today, it's going to be a fun time here at the uh, Players. Uh, many, many, many traditions here at the Players through the years. Uh, they, they, they play out. We had, like, the, the lovely volunteer every year brings us a big bag of cookies and treats. Then there's the beers. I mean, the beers are here. That's been a – I mean, this is as much a part of our TPC tradition as ever. That's Mr. Beer, famed fraternity brother of Dan Hick and his wife, who is, of course – Mrs. Beer, Mr. and Mrs. Beer used to work out here as they would be like the scoreboard, the stanchion holders. They would walk around and do it that way. Uh, apparently now just among us common folk as they come out and enjoy a day of golf. But, yeah, you know, as TPC, when the beers are here, a lot of people remember Baby Beer, a very unpopular judge on ETN a few times through the year. That was their, their kid. We called him Baby Beer. That's such a very nice. It's doctor. such a drilled thing. Mr. Beer, Mrs. Beer, Baby. Where is Baby Beer these days? He out here? He is? Well, I'll stay away from 17 then. That guy didn't, he did not treat me well as an ETN judge too many times. I got a long memory, so I can't have any of that. All right, um, continuing here is about to put a wrap on our uh, program today. From an NFL standpoint, the guys who follow us, who, who are uh, hardcore into you with your Jaguar and NFL talk, uh, you know, we got free agency this weekend. I think this is uh, perhaps by Monday we'll be getting a comp, uh, one of those compensation picks. And that's because I, I really feel like Jawan Taylor, <clears throat> about as soon as announcements start to be made, somebody's going to have paid that joker, you know, f- uh, $60 million guaranteed or $45 million guaranteed and 18 $19 million a year. It's just the number the Jags are not going to be able to match unless they do nothing else to their roster. You know, and you can do some fine-tuning here and there, but at, at the end of the day, uh, there, there's, just, there's room maybe for one name player. And it's not always the name players that make the big difference, but you can certainly argue here it was the name players that got things done in last year's free agency class. I think there's room for the Jags to get one player like that, a name player, maybe a starter from somewhere else, who a name you recognize. But overall, it'll be more about the defections, in this case, Jawan Taylor, than it will be the additions. That'll be sad. John, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, he's, they can't. Yeah, I yeah. mean – 18, 19 million. I felt you know, strongly about this one since the get-go. So they made their decision when it came. It was Evan Ingram. It's amazing how many people out there think that tight end's still a hole in the roster. What did they say it was supposed to be cloudy today? It is kind of cloudy, isn't it? Oh, okay. I don't know. I just feel the sun. I think it's going to. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to blow around back and forth. Yeah. 
after my rookie mistake of wearing no sleeves today, I'm glad – or, yeah, not bringing sleeves early. I'm, I'm glad to see some sunshine. Well, there you go. But or, I, went, yeah. I did make the long walk to the truck to get sleeves at one point, but still, total rookie mistake. Big time. Oh, you can't, You're yeah. better than that. Oh, it's like you with your sunglasses. Just you continue to Which forget. Which, again, they're in the car. Yeah. yeah. You had them yesterday. I know. You went and got them, though, didn't you? Or no, you had them from the get-go. Two no, days yesterday ago, I had them from the get-go. I, I got forgot you. them Monday and Tuesday. I'll have them again. It is, uh, it is literally, today I'm gonna if you come it. out here for the tournament and you get all your stuff together and you leave the car and you realize you don't have sunglasses, that's devastating. <laughs> yeah, Walking around this place is just, that's just a, oh, by the way, I've heard from home, so good news. To, uh, thank you for all your APBs. Um, he's fine. He's accounted for. He's, uh-huh. cut, he's letting me know he's coming through the Nicholas Gate. Like, I don't know where all the gates are because I've been working here so long. <laughs> Holmes has been found. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's, Holmes right now, I can tell exactly what Holmes is wearing. Ambling along. What's he wearing? I can tell exactly what Holmes right now is going to have on some sort of, like, khaki, like, you know, almost a cargo short. Not like the old school long cargo short, but maybe have a side pocket of some sort. Yeah. I'm going to go with a maroon, maroonish kind of collarless golf shirt type deal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then a big old wide damn old He'll man He'll have hat. his straw hat, right? He's gone to the old man hat. I like the hat. I try to tell you. you I've do. worn that you, hat. Yeah, you yeah, also, I'm fine with that hat. He's a total, I'd, I'd much rather him just to throw a Titleist hat on and look like he's not giving up. Holmes doesn't have hair. I see Holmes though with that big hat, Hick, and I just, just screams give up. No, <laughs> right? no, not no, at all. Yeah, when you're an old, That's called taking care when you're, when you're of an, business yeah. because... He's got to battle the demon son at yeah. times. Holmes has always been somewhat fashionable. He has the ability to, you know, to, to, to still, you know, show some fashion. That When you go to that big, straw, wide-brim hat mm-hmm. at his age, you've mm-hmm. given up. You've accepted. I disagree. I'm just an old man. I disagree. And that, that hurts me a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like to think of my father in those terms that I'm just a 78-year-old man with a big, wide-brim hat. Yes. You know? He is 78. And now it's going to be bad for me because somehow this will now wind its way back to him. Yeah, I've been basically sitting here trashing him on the radio about yeah. what he might wear. So, but this will be fun for me as I walk out there to see just what exactly. I think I nailed it. I, I'm going to stick with some sort of khaki cargo looking short. Yeah, above a, the knees. Above the knees. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a maroonish, you know, like like collarless golf shirt, like a dry fit type deal. Yeah, and then some big old ridiculous straw hat. That's what it, that's what I'm going to go with. No. Well, it should be a yes. No dungarees. No, no, no. Holmes would never wear jeans out here. You know what? I can find another guy with jeans before we get off the air if you let me. I did. I already did. I already seen one. But to to look at this point, you won't see a lot of them. So I'm not going to go crazy beating that in. My first year, I think I wore jeans out here. Well, you don't know. I didn't know. How do you know? I didn't know. Yeah. I think what keeps what keeps the prediction better though is you got mostly shorts day anyway. So you don't have a lot of pants decisions. If right. we had a cold day, there'd be guys in jeans. You think? Yeah, I think so. I don't think people don't know, man. You might be right. You come out here, listen, all you hear is 17 is a big cocktail party. You're yep. at a singles bar. You're going to dress like you're going to the club. <laughs> yep. To a degree. Yeah. At least a little bit. You're going to get. You're gonna put on that drip. Ooh, Hovland, seven under. What? That's my guy. You have Hovland? I have Hovland. In what? In, 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 uh, in the fantasy league. Son of a beast. Oh, what about that? I got J-Day, though. He's doing okay. I have him, too, but I, every time I mention that, you get a little ticked at me. I so. didn't invite you to the party. Yeah, I, won't bring, I won't bring that up. Hit got all excited, and we had both had him. I was trying to just share in it, and he shot me down quick on that. I did. Stay away from my guy. This was about me and my celebration. All right, we'll make the turn for home when we come back. Oh, look we... at me. I've surged all the way to fifth, Dan Hicken. Oh, no. Oh, man. 2.8 million. Where's Dan Hicken? Oh, 1.7. That's a shame. <laughs> 
Maybe you'll catch me this week. Introduce you to Jaguars today when we return. It's uh, been a Green for Life Friday. So uh, you see those bright new cans and trucks out there and about for all your commercial roll-off needs. It is Green for Life. I see excited Googans right now who are to notice it. We're on the air over here. They're pointing <laughs> us out and just, you know, waving, sending us the peace sign. Uh, Dan looks right at him and pretends like he didn't see him. That's how I roll. Time testament. Put put the uh, phone up to your ear. That's my, my sunglasses. Move. I'd be even happier. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we'll come back and get you over to Jaguars today. Enjoy the golf this weekend. It uh, looks like the rain's going to hold off to closer to 5 o'clock today. Just one last little forecast uh, item for you there, and we'll return and put a wrap on it next here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, a couple things to clean up as we uh, wrap it up here and hand it off to Jaguars today. Mike's here. Uh, E is still here. E has a gift card on his person. Is that correct? Uh, I do. Uh Uh-huh. And what is that gift card of? It's a $15 gift card to the GOAT, Tapas and Bar. So, you know what I'm saying? Holla at your boy. You know, be kind, be courteous, and I might hook you up. In other words, just walk up to him out here, not call in. We were saying, you can come find E. If you come find E, he'll hand you a gift card. I'm out here. Yeah. So, that's all you have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. How'd that work? Uh, so much. What's going on? Uh, uh, nothing. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I was just about to get that gift card, I thought. But yeah. Looks like I got somebody beat, beat to the bunch. To yeah. Yeah. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got cooking today? Uh, a little two hours of Jaguar talk, man. Well, that's how we do. You know, keep an eye on the tournament. Yes. And, uh, yes. you know, obviously free agency opening up this week and oh. legal tampering, uh, which is already going on, uh-huh. it, the illegal version, uh-huh. uh, starts Monday and... I saw a CBS Sports uh, ranking of the top available free agents now that, you know, guys have at this point with guys re-signing with their teams, uh, and that includes guys on the franchise tag. Juwan Taylor is number five overall. Oh, dear. Overall. Can you imagine? Think back to last year, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And everyone's, oh, Walker Little's going to beat out Juwan Taylor yeah, for the spot. And, point. you know, hey, Juwan, how do you feel about moving inside the guard? I'm a tackle. And, well, Juwan, you're going to be whatever we tell you to be kind of thing. And now Juwan Taylor is the most coveted offensive lineman in the National Football League that's available right now. It's, well, kind, of, it's kind of crazy. It's good for him. It's not good for us. but No. Yeah. And I think you got to – fair to wonder how much was it Phil Rauscher coming in and helping him improve? How much – you know, there's always a little bit of buyer beware when a guy blows up in a contract year. And, uh, you know, I don't maybe it's just a Juwan just kind of came into his own this year and, and had help from Brandon Sheriff playing next to him, you know, and all these different things. But, I mean, it, yeah, it's good for him. It's great for him. It's not so great for the Jags. But hopefully, uh, whether it's Walker Little or something in the draft, they'll have an answer. Well, the one thing I wish him well is whatever fan base he goes to, somebody will call in that radio show in that town and go, he seems like he's – is uh, offsides on every play. <laughs> right, right. And maybe, maybe they'll start calling him on that now. If you're going to leave, Juwan, we're sending the letter to the That's league. Right. By the way, does he have much space left on his body to get another team's logo tattooed on him? He's got that massive uh, yes. Jaguar logo on his left thigh. Yeah. And uh, he's got a lot of uh, skin space covered up in tats. So he I don't does. know if he'll ever have a logo as big as the one he's already gotten for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, have a great weekend. Have a great show. All right. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Mike Dempsey getting ready. Jaguars today here momentarily. Our work is complete here. But uh, we'll be out and about all day long, hanging out and enjoying the uh, 
Off Professor. to find homes. I'll just look for the guy in the big straw hat. All right. I'm we sure I'll find him. I have not located him yet. Probably be about uh, 12 others from Del Webb out there next to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, probably, probably find a couple out there. See if I can. <laughs> Holmes could probably, much like I predicted, you could beat up JJ. Yeah. I predict Holmes could beat me up at 78 if it was a battle to death. Oh, I'm not dear. sure. I'm not sure I would take me. I don't want a battle to death between you and your boss. <laughs> it sounds like you won't want with a lot of people the way things have gone. I'm just reading the room. <laughs> Do you want the bad news or the terrible news? Oh, they weren't in there? The bad news, they weren't in there. The terrible news is I, out of just my constant uh, habit of leaving a car as I leave it, may hit the lock button as I went. Oh, that's not good. That's a lie. The second part's a lie. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great weekend.